This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. Hey, everyone. Welcome hey. to hey. Rooster Teeth Podcast number 195. Hey. Now with an infinite percent more gust than last week. <laughs> Welcome back, Gus. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I'm, I'm glad, I'm you're glad back. to see you guys did okay last week. Were well, you proud me. of us, Gus? Yeah. yeah. I watched I was totally entertained. I was laughing. No you guys complaints? did good. I, I will say I wish I had warned you about the earpiece, Bernie. Oh, about the, the shit all caked in the earpiece? I don't know if you've ever noticed, but typically about halfway through the podcast, I pull the earpiece out and I have to start scratching my ear furiously because the earpiece is so dirty that my ear starts to itch. Yeah, well, you have that weird thing where, like, your bodily fluids are acidic. Yeah. Have you ever seen my earwax? Wait, wait, wait. No. All Why your would bodily... I ever fucking see your goddamn earwax? It's... All your bodily fluids are acid? Most of them. Oh, your, your sweat melts the keyboards, yeah. right? Yeah, he has a, his lap Mac that he has has that aluminum finish, and wherever he rests his palms on the laptop, it eats through the metal. Yeah, I have to get, like, protective covers on my laptop, otherwise, like, my It's like the world's it. worst superpower. I can slowly, <laughs> over the course of three years, dissolve, like, yeah. a half a centimeter of metal. You, you could get gloves that just cover the palms of your hands. <laughs> you could escape from jail. Just grab the bar. <laughs> and like, 20 years, they'll 20 years, up. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> the guards walk by, they go, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I'm one, out of this Don't different. have to worry about Shawshank and dirt or anything. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends who works in broadcast, he works in the sound department, he said one of the worst jobs he ever had to do, douchebag, right? <laughs> one of the worst jobs he ever had to do while he was working his way up the ranks was take the rubber off those earpieces, dunk them in hot water, and then blow through them to, like, blow all the gunky oh, earwax out. Oh, God. Because, like, after a whole day of people, like, stood in the sun sweating all that stuff, they would get gross. They cost like seventy cents. Why wouldn't they just throw them away? Why do they make the guy like, well, like, oh, that's so disgusting. Recycle, the economy in that. There's, a, I, 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 can we talk about our visit to the Hobbit set when you and I went to go visit the Hobbit set? Yeah, yeah. They well, had, can we? I'm just saying, yeah, because yeah. I went. They had for the Hobbits. They had like latex socks that went up to their knees that gave them Hobbit. Feet. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. A, yeah, keep going. Yeah, and so they, they would, tr- you know, bounce around in these things all day. But they're latex from knees down, so yeah. they would just, like, sweat and pool at the bottom of them. And so at the end of the day, they'd hang them up, and the sweat would drip out of their hobbit mm. latex And socks. that's how hobbits have second soup. Yeah. <laughs> so There was somebody who would spray it, like, hang upside down and spray this disinfectant, I guess. What if you took... They'd have to get an intern with a really long bendy straw to suck it all out. Yeah. What if you took bread and put it in? <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, guys, it's been, it's been, like, four minutes. You get Middle Earth <laughs> I'm already sweat-soaked bread. And water. you're drinking Red Bull, which you... Are hate. you guys excited about The Hobbit? Are you Absolutely. Guys? So I, I started rereading it. And, you know, it's a 300-page novel that they're turning into three movies. Mm-hmm. So... This first one, uh, the first part that's coming out next week is, I want to say, like, two hours and 40 minutes long. Is that true? I Good think Lord. it's pretty long. Yeah. If Jack was here, he could IMDb it for us. He could. He could. I have a <laughs> laptop I could run. IMDb it on right now. <laughs> yeah. I think it comes out uh, in, like, two weeks, right? Hmm. December 16th? The 14th is when it comes out. That's Friday. So That's next, Friday. a week from this Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm totally going to see it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it. In fact, I, when I started rereading the books, I thought, I thought, wow, I only have to get through page 100, essentially, to get to whatever they're going to have in this movie. I'm looking forward to seeing the actual scenes that we saw shot live. But that was the third movie, I think. I think we saw something from the third movie, yeah. So I am so disconnected from all that if stuff. If it's 100 pages and 2 hours and 40 minutes, it's 160 minutes. That's more than a minute a page. Almost. Yeah. 
almost two minutes per page? Uh, but yeah, a minute a page would be an hour and 40 minutes. So it's not, when they do a, a movie of a book, it's not weird if they cut stuff, right? But it no. is weird if they add stuff in that wasn't in the book. Agreed, yeah. It's not weird if they cut stuff, but it is weird if they add stuff. Like for Lord of the Rings, they cut this Tom, Tom Bomba- Bombadil? Bombadil stuff Ugh. that nobody liked anyway. Well, sometimes they have to add stuff for just like cinematic purposes. Sure. But like, like big plot things, I agree that well, that should be. The other thing they cut that was huge, I thought, in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy was they cut the, their return to the Shire. That was a big thing. Sauron, Saruman had go, gone back with the Urukai and destroyed it. Yeah, there was a fight at the Shire in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the big battle. But, I mean, cinematically, it makes sense to end on the enormous battle at Minas Tirith? Is that where they were fighting? Minas Tirith, yeah. Minas Tirith, But, yeah. I mean, it kind of sets the whole tone for the series, though, that you once they undertook this journey, they can never return to the life they had. It's gone. Destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but they were able to in the movies. The big thing about the, the books in general is that, like, that's what The Hobbit is mainly about, <laughs> is this, this hobbit that lives in the Shire... They're these peaceful little people, and they don't care about anything, and they, he's convinced to go on this adventure. It's a whole thing about, like, accepting adventure and going on adventure. I, I bought the complete Blu-ray box set of all the Lord of the Rings movies, because yeah. I figured that'd be good to watch one day. But I've discovered that, well, when, when does a person watch Lord of the Rings trilogy? When would I sit down and put, put that in? Do you have to watch it back-to-back, or are you the kind of person who could watch one movie and then watch the second movie I like, just can't a couple even... weeks later? I just, I just don't ever think to, like, oh, I watched Lord of the Rings. It's it like a nine-hour dedication. Yeah, it's a like, yeah. two months ago, I spent an I just want to remind everybody that the Red vs. Blue box set is now available <laughs> <laughs> with All over eight hours of bonus content. <laughs> Fourteen and a half hours of... You know what I always hear about, though? I always hear when I read people online talking about watching Red vs. Blue, it seems like they always do it when they're folding laundry. Mm-hmm. I brought that up before. It's a weird thing that takes place is like folding laundry and watching red versus it's blue. It's because you don't really need to be watching it, especially the early red versus blue. No, I'm serious. It's or something you've seen before, you don't need to see it again. Yeah, I mean, you know what's happening. You could tell by the dialogue, and it's mainly the jokes that I think people watch it for. I had a friend before, like iTunes and iPods and all that, where you could download movies. He would have audio from movies, like he'd have the audio track from Star Wars, and he would just listen to it in his car. And he could just listen to the, 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 the not the soundtrack, but the audio of the movie. And an hour and a half would go by on a road trip, and he'd be almost back to Houston by then. He couldn't buy the, the radio play? What's that? He couldn't buy the radio play? Decided to go was with the, the radio, radio? Did the radio play predate I do not believe Star so. Wars? It was like a BBC radio play, right. right? Or something like that? Yeah, and I believe it came after the movie. And it's supposed to be awesome. That's what I, I think it has more information than the movies, is what it is. Um, like, I think it even has the... Uh, Tom Bombadil? I know, I think <laughs> it has the origin of uh, Darth Vader. Like, somehow it was revealed that uh, uh, Darth Vader fell in a volcano. Spoiler, by the way. That, that there were kids That's I knew growing from. up that knew that. And I was like, I don't know how they knew that Darth Vader fell in a volcano. When did he fall? How did he fall in a volcano? And they were fighting the lava planet. Like this. Yeah. In episode three? Do you remember? He like gets knocked in. He's all like fucked up and burned. I have the higher ground. That, yeah, I, that fell, I fell asleep in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was the movie you went and saw yeah. when I was supposed to go see episode three with him when right. I met him for the first time in London. Well, hey, be better about uh, phoning people, maybe. Do, do you know the story? Do you know yeah. the story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your fault, Gav. You wouldn't give me his number. I couldn't contact it's him. Funny how I don't give his number out. After that whole situation, you still remain friends with him, and now he's working here. Uh, Gavin's so I would have just written him right off. Be like, fuck this guy. He's lovely rude, is what Gavin is. I think I can get away with it. Yeah, because you don't, you don't give a fuck. I mean, it's like... <laughs> I wish I did, honestly. Tonight, I wish I had some... Normally, we do makeup for the podcast at 6 o'clock. <laughs> Tonight, I was walking over here at 7 o'clock, and Kara's like, where's Gavin? I haven't done his makeup yet. I was like, what? I walk back over to the main office. He's in there. I'm like, where are you? We're supposed to do makeup at 6. He's like, 
is it six every week? I was like, yes, <laughs> we've been doing makeup at six for fucking ten episodes now. It like, takes oh, like, I never knew. It takes like two minutes, though. But we have multiple people. I don't well, need my makeup. The thing is, too, is like Gavin says he can get away with it. It doesn't matter. Like he can just like, nah, I don't give a fuck and like whatever. Stand I, people. No, I do care. I you, just forgot. Oh, you just don't care. That's <laughs> not caring. Care. <laughs> <It's> not caring. <laughs> Forgetting is not caring. Shut up. So, but the thing is, like, of course you can get away with it because the people that you do it to and actually get pissed off at you are no longer in your life. So you're like, I'm only surrounded by people who don't give a shit. If I don't give a shit, so it must be okay. So if you never care, you end up just surrounded by people who equally don't care. They, all the other people just filter out your life. It's like I've always you, said about just... the stock market. Stock market, they always talk about what a great investment the stock market is. Because when you look at the listings on the stock market, all that's left are the companies that have made it and are doing well, right? Yeah. So if they listed every company that was ever on the stock market, it would be like half zeros. There would be a bunch of companies that are like out of business, Gone. out of business, out of business. Yeah. Chapter 13, you know, acquired or something <laughs> like that. It would look like the worst bet in the world, wouldn't right. it? Yeah. yeah. So just bet in a, or put your money in established businesses. Well, it's one of those things where it's like anything looks like a sure bet when all you have are the winners listed. True. That's pretty much all you've got on there. Yeah, bet- once, they, once they go to business, they're off the stock yeah, market. Yeah, bet on a sure thing like WorldCom or... Right. <laughs> or Enron. Enron. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be around forever. Enron was what? The fourth largest company in the world when it completely just went under? Wow. How, How did, did that happen? That? That's crazy. Uh, man, I and don't really... Doing something Enron like was doing a thing where... Something went Enron. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> Can we cut to Barbara for that, please? <laughs> Do you want to skin Barbara? Do you want to... Something went Enron. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like that she said it with such little confidence the second time. <laughs> something went end wrong at end wrong. Oh, something went <laughs> I have to have at least one uh, for podcast. There's, now a, there's a movie about it. The smartest guys in the room, Brandon's telling me, that explains the whole thing. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a great documentary. You can get on Netflix. I thought you were referring Two to documentaries. the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> no, Two documentaries no. I would recommend on Netflix are Smartest Guys in the Room and I think it's The Corporation. Brandon, you can probably back me up on that. I know it's a red cover with, like, a white devil tail. Yeah, that's The Corporation. Yeah, great movie. And it explains, like, what a corporation is and, like, what, how it became to be the entity that it is in American yeah, that, business today. It, it has legal rights. As a person. As, yeah, as a person and as an entity. Yeah. And pretty, pretty relevant to everything that's going on now. Is there porn on Netflix? No. 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 I've looked. You've looked? Up. <laughs> there are Tara Reid movies. Do you watch porn? Yeah. Yeah? Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> your dad tweeted at me the other day and I was like super weirded out I was like I made a tweet about like the 787 or something your dad replied and I was like why were you weirded out? I don't know it's just weird my parents follow everyone at this company they know I, I never thought about that going on like I, I never think about that like I know my mom's on Facebook but I don't think about like her sitting at a computer using Twitter or so, anything like that what did he tweet at you? he wanted pictures of the 787 you wanted pictures of Did the you give him a picture? No, I didn't see it until I was already on the plane uh. like I had left. <laughs> Gus sent me a text saying, is this your dad? And his name's Larry Dunkelman. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do you know named Dunkelman? All right, I'm looking him up right Lazar. now. So you live alone, yes. right? So you're at your apartment alone. And then you think, I'm just going to be cheeky and knock one out right now. You flick on a bit of porn to do that, right? Flick it. Flick it on. Not Barbara. always. Flick on a bit Not of always. porn. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. That, that's my. You don't. That's the answer. I don't always need it <laughs> to do. Anything. Gavin is like, I don't know what your problem is. Like, you want to start asking a question, but you can't finish it. <laughs> You're like, you got, you embarrassed yourself, and you stopped. <laughs> what so about, you, watch what some about porn? you, Gavin? Do you, do you flick really on a, some porn? I'm not really a porn guy. What are you into? Girl on girl. Do you like other stuff? So good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Gavin asks a question that Gavin refuses to answer. <laughs> you don't watch porn at all. 
Not no, really. No, no, I, no I've, whatsoever. I've never lived alone, and I feel mm -hmm. weird about flicking that kind of stuff on when there's people in the house. So you, do you ever squeeze one out? <laughs> what? To use your, <laughs> your terminology? Well, you have to empty the pipes to avoid a nocturnal emission, Gus. So, mm. there you go. So that's your way of saying yes without actually saying yes. Does your door in your place where you live, does it lock your door? No. It doesn't even close. <laughs> Actually, uh, all, all you have to do is you just stand with your back to it and, <laughs> and take care of business facing into the room. Nah, so, so they see light like peeking <laughs> under the door, except blocked by like two feet. Yeah. And then the door's like. And your door like handle's this. jiggling a little bit, <laughs> just the tiniest little bit. No, I'm really scared. I'm honestly really scared of wet dreams and stuff like that. I just wouldn't. Why are you scared of Why that? are you scared of a wet dream? That's a weird fear to have. Oh, because it happened to me once. Once? Yeah. And it was, it was awful. Well, like the condition of being male. Well, I was. Um, I've never had one. Well, Ever? I don't think so. I, I was Ever after, it was after my surgery and um, on my ball. And yeah, we know, you, we know <laughs> your balls were cut open. Keep going. And basically I was letting stuff heal for many weeks after that surgery to the point where I guess there was a buildup. And one night I woke up sort of like shocked because I thought I just creamed myself. So, I'm, <laughs> so I woke up and I like, Checked with my hand. I was like, patting myself down. I was like, oh, I guess, I guess I didn't. I guess nothing happened. Pat so yourself. I went back to sleep, and then I woke up the next morning, just caked in semen. Okay. Like it must have just. Bro, nice. <laughs> I would have gone with frosted. Can we take a vote, please? To can we move on to a different? But it was like it was like a. It didn't come out straight away. It was weird. It was like a slow seep <laughs> through the night. Thank you. Thank you for, for continuing mission, to that. So. Davin does a weird thing, and I want to I kind of call him on it. Like, you probably don't want me to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. I was in L.A. recently, and I went out with Barbara, your two favorite people in the world. I went out with the live crew girls, yeah, and we went you. to dinner. Yeah, sorry. They both texted me. Did they? Like, where are you? I'm just like, wasn't invited. No, notice they were more interested in not going out with you than they were actually going out with me. So well, I mean, come on. Right. All right, take it easy. All right, go home and flick on some porn. And or take yourself. So... <laughs> I told them about Gavin, about the way Gavin ends relationships. And if it's like Gavin was seeing someone for three months or if Gavin is seeing one for six months. Gus, do you, know, do you know how he decides to end relationships? Do you know what he does? What does he do? He just stops talking to them immediately one day. Like one minute they're dating and the next minute he just refuses to acknowledge anything they You're say like, whatsoever. You're like, don't return texts or calls or emails or IMs. You just like, stop, cold turkey? Yeah, it's easy. Who'd you do that to? <laughs> Has anyone ever done that to you? <laughs> No, you know, someone, someone <laughs> in the other room just scream, "What a fucking asshole!" No, but it's just like, for some reason, I just find it really easy just to, like, there's be someone in, no, there's someone in my life, and I can just be like, <laughs> no, no, I think more than that, I think you just want to avoid the confrontation. You yeah. just don't want to have to deal with the emotional fallout from telling someone I don't want to be with you. Honestly, anymore. I think breaking up with someone is worse than being broken up with. Breaking up with somebody is worse than being broken up with. Okay, I can see 100%. that. One hundred percent. So that's what I was saying. I was explaining this, and he, he, I actually saw a conversation where someone was like, hey, Gav, what's up? What are you doing today? Hey, I didn't hear from you today. <laughs> hey, I didn't hear from you yesterday. What's going on? How you doing? Love you. And then like, like later that day, like, are you getting these? And then it's this descent into hatred from there of just like analysis of his personality and no like, response from him. Do you just him. start assuming that he's dead? Or what do you, like, no, I mean, I, after a while you hope he's dead if you're in that situation. <laughs> I'm sure that's what some of these girls think. I think every relationship I've ever been in, I initiated the breakup. Like, I'm always the dumper, never the dumpy. This is the thing. I'm never in, I never date anyone. I'm never in relationships, really. It's just like seeing someone. Hmm. 
it's not like we're dating and then I'm, I just ignored my girlfriend. Is this that a recent happen. occurrence or is this like back in the day? Uh, like, have you matured or is this something you still no, do? No, absolutely not. Well, here's the thing is I said this and Milana said what you said. She's like, oh, my God, I can, you know, it's like I talk and it's so hard. It takes me three months to break up with some, somebody. And I said, I, you know, I'm the same way. It's like it's just I got to tell somebody we're not seeing each other anymore and that's it. Rip the Band-Aid off and just take care of it. I could never just, like, turn them off and just weather the comments that are coming my way from that. I just couldn't do that. Mm-mm. And Stevie goes, I do that. <laughs> she, and I said, really? Stevie does the exact same thing. She's As Gavin. Com- she's completely got your technique down. She does the exact same thing. I just think it's, like, less feelings get hurt. Really? You think, no, you- <laughs> your feelings don't get hurt because you get to ignore everything that's directed at you. I don't think he does get to ignore it, though. Because, I mean, he, he just he gets the messages. But he doesn't look at them, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't read them. You just clear the alert and you move on. Yeah, I have a glance. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, who's it from? That's enough. Well, can I tell you something, too, somebody I actually admire about Gavin that I do as well, is that on my iPhone, there's a, fu- a function you can have where it actually tells people when you read their texts. Oh, yeah. So yes. you can see, you get delivered. It says the text was delivered. And then it also says if they, you can turn it on to where it says if they've read it and what time they read it. Gavin turns that on and I turn it on because... I just want well, I don't want people to think I'm ignoring you them. You want people to know that you're ignoring them, then? <laughs> no, I just want people to know. The other, the other day, didn't you tweet or send an email about how no one ever returns your text? And I was like, this fucking asshole. I have the <laughs> lowest percentage of return text in the world with you. And then are you, you are kidding complete, me? Yeah, Bullshit. Absolutely. absolutely. I'll come out. You never yeah, return text. I'll my phone. I got Dude, my phone tucked phone. away. That'd be a great app <laughs> where it just analyzes your messages and... Brandon and agrees, just, by the way. <laughs> bullshit. All right, here we go. It should just do the ratio of, like, blue to white on yeah. the messages. Like, <laughs> who's the worst at returning? All right, let me see here. You'll look it up. D- don't show any of those uh, naked pictures I sent you. <laughs> Come on. Let me look see. Or, or show them. What do I care? Yes, we, we made frag dude. There are some people in my in my. I uh, need some new porn. <laughs> Who, who's the worst about texting? You. I'm not, not even close. You're pretty you're, good. I'm, you're ten times worse than I am when I text. Well, I'm not going to say me, am I? Oh no, you're probably not. Yeah, you you sent me a text at, in LA. You're like, where are you? And I was like, I'm over here. Where are you? No reply. <laughs> then an hour later, oh, oops, getting on the plane. I was like, you fucking asshole. Like that's the epitome of the Bernie texting experience. All right, in here it defense, is. You did reply, but it was an hour <laughs> late and impossible to do anything at that point. Seven seven thirty one p.m. Are you at the club in the airport? Is this Gus talking? That's Gus him. immediately replies, yeah, I'm by the bar. Where are you at? An hour and a half later, <laughs> oops, leave me for playing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. justified yeah. right there. You texted me as well, though, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I replied. Yeah. <laughs> you and I, we had a back and forth. You're pretty yeah. good at, about replying. Bernie, you're hit or miss. Sometimes it'll be like boom, 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 you're boom, boom. You're kidding me. Yeah, you have a like... reputation for not returning texts. That seems unbelievable to me. Come I on. think I'm a good texter. Look at your face. Look at your face. You, <laughs> you love the fact that you're, you're a shoddy texter. You love it. You have a reputation, So man. Jack just wrote me and says, you're a ter- you are terrible with texts. You and see? Look how fast I'm going to reply, Jack. Fuck you. <laughs> Send. Do you have anyone in your messages who the entire conversation is just pictures? Yes, Barbara. I have it with Ray. I don't know if you can see on the camera. Like every single message we ever, ever sent is pretty much a picture. Me and pictures you, of our faces. Me and Gavin play this game where we'll text each other the most ugly, oh. <laughs> ugly face. What did you just see? Nothing. Porn. Uh, we'll text each other the most ugly face we could possibly make. And just a photo of that. Back and forth. But you discovered, you saw me do it live, and I actually make a lot of noise when I'm... I can't You're, do a funny face you without... You can't do a funny face without moving your hand in the most awkward, like, claw made, position. He, one time he did that to me. I was giving him a ride home, 
And uh, <laughs> like, I, like I, I'm driving, I park, I'm like, all right, here you are, get out. And uh, he gets out, then I get a text. Like, before I even take off again, I, open, I take my phone out of my pocket, and I look, and he had made a funny face sitting right next to me in the passenger seat yep. and sent it to me as a text. I didn't even see him do it. I think Ray filmed the video of me and Gavin at Rudy's. We're back-to-back, both <laughs> on our phones, like, making the most disgusting faces back and forth and, like, trying not to laugh about it. And Gavin, the whole time, was just like... It's a funny world, isn't it? Technology. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great use of it. I'm embarrassed to admit, one time Gavin and I were at an event, we just were spend, sending each other pictures of our crotches. That's what we were doing. I forget where we were at the time. Are you sure that was me? I'm, so, yeah. Sounds like a bar. There might have been alcohol involved. I don't know where Oh, we were. no, I kind of remember yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Just like crotch shots. <laughs> For some reason, we started doing that. Wow, thanks, Jack. Jack just sent me a picture of Kate Upton on a runway. Nice. Is that her name? Yeah. You know Kate Upton's 20. I thought she was still 19. I think Too she, old now. I think she just Sorry, Kate Upton, you missed your window. What, what does she do? She's a model. Oh. I should make fun of Jack for that funny Twitter, Twitter conversation. Yes, you should. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I didn't, I didn't see Bring this. Bring it up. No. I didn't see this. You said something happened between Jack and Jessica Negri. Yeah, he was, Jack was talking to Jessica Negri yesterday on Twitter, and he was like, hey, come see me. She goes, okay, I'll come see you if you bring Joel. And he's like, okay, ha, ha, ha. Or I just leave Joel at home. And he goes, oh, ha, ha, I'll just leave Joel at home. She goes, no, definitely bring Joel. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's just out there Whoa, in the world. That's just public. Like, yeah. yeah man, man, dude. Now even more so. <laughs> Man, that's awful. Hey, got to swing for the fences, you know what I'm saying? Well, at least you know she has low standards. So, Jack yeah. still has a chance. I, I didn't mean that Jessica was swinging for the fences. <laughs> I don't think, I think Joel would make the world's shittiest wingman. That's what I think. He, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not, that's what yeah, I'm so sorry. What did he say? He just goes, I hate you so much. <laughs> well, that's what he gets for making fun of you for your texting abilities. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. We should, Jack, come down. You can be on the podcast. Right? <laughs> we'll we'll let here. you go into the, into the uh, response area that no, we have my God. worked out. We should put a picture of Jessica Negri on the green screen behind him. <laughs> <laughs> turning, up, turning up back on him. You know, I owe Jack, though. You know what, Jack? Did you see what they got in the Achievement Hunter office? No. They got one of the fucking Xbox Live 10-year Xbox. Oh, yeah, I was out. I still haven't seen that thing. I forgot y'all got it. Yeah. That's awesome. It's yeah. pretty cool. And, you know, it was, it was sent specifically to Jack. The guy who sent it to us from Microsoft said, hey, where should I, give me the address. Where should I send this? And Jack said, just, you know, send it over here. So, it, of course, it arrives to Jack. So, Jack's like, this is mine. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> how, like, old, how old is his Xbox Live account? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. It fucking does. Yeah. I'm going to so, usurp that shit. Jack no. has, like, eight Xboxes. It doesn't matter. That thing showed up. It was addressed to the Achievement Hunter office and was signed for by Jack so that you know it's going to stay in the Achievement Hunter office. It's Everything, not going anywhere. I don't see Jack here tonight. <laughs> Everything that gets sent it. to me here is open before I get it. Like, what's, do, do people just open all the mail? People just open all the mail? I just I give you your stuff packaged up. Yeah. I, my, the mail that shows up at my desk is regularly opened. Who well, opens it? I'll open, I'll open mail if it's addressed to me or to other people. I'll open it. other <laughs> people? <laughs> <laughs> No, like, and then you never reply. I will <laughs> open anything that is addressed specifically to me. I'll also open Matt's mail because it's, it's usually meant for one of the two of us, and he doesn't have a problem with that. Or I'll open anything that's just a rooster teeth in general. Is it against the law here to open mail that's not yours? It is, yeah. Yeah. But you can also, <laughs> also make the argument that anything that comes addressed here is usually just to rooster teeth care of somebody. Yeah. And that, you know, that means it's addressed to the company. Mm. So I don't yeah. think that's an issue. You but, get so much mail at the office. You and Monty both get packages daily, at least. Yeah, we get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Kathleen, when she first moved here, got a ton of packages. Yeah, too. that too. Yeah. 
There was a day where I got like a package a day from Amazon. It, it seemed like yeah, yeah, a right, day when you got a package down. a day. Hmm? A day when you got a package a day. There was a day, there was a time when I got a package. <laughs> a day. Sorry. Yeah, you went through a long a long phase of that. Well, like anytime I saw an Amazon box, I was like, ah, Bernie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's when I was buying all my socks after Gavin made <laughs> one of my socks, and I started wearing. Do you have a socks. sock surplus? Oh, I have a ton of socks. What are you wearing today? I have today. I have on. Like, I mean, you have a surplus of new socks. Yeah. I have my gray little, little <laughs> leg there, a little racy. I have I have my socks that I had to buy at Disneyland when the airline lost my. Uh, what you got? My uh, my luggage. Uh, it's grumpy socks because I was at Disneyland they're and they're the only socks you. I could buy. So tell um, us about how you lost your luggage going to. Paris. I didn't lose shit, my friend. I did not lose my luggage. <coughs> oh, see, this is grumpy. Oh yeah. Whoa, that's it's grumpy, and it says Disneyland Paris on the foot, but I'm not going to take my sweaty foot out of the <laughs> out of the shoe right now. <laughs> I feel bad. So I had to write Jack and tell him that I love him. Uh, I went to 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 Minecon, right? I showed up uh, at, Par- at Paris like 7 a.m. on Thursday on Thanksgiving. Uh, my luggage never showed up. They were like, "Oh, don't worry, you got put on a, f- a flight to Frankfurt. It'll be here at 2:30 in the afternoon." I said, "Great. So then you'll take it straight to my hotel." Yeah, no problem. Bullshit. At 4.30, still showed up. I called him, like, oh, yeah, it's here. It showed up. Uh, we're just going to get a courier to take it over to you. I was like, okay, I'm getting it tonight, right? Because I, like, I still hadn't showered. I'm still wearing the same clothes I've been on for, like, a day and a half. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be there. At 6.30, it still hadn't showed up. I call him back. They're like, oh, yeah, um, everyone at the United desk left for the day. So uh, your, your baggage is just in, in the uh. customs cage. I was like, what? I was like, so what, they show up, like, at 7 a.m. tomorrow? No, they'll be here at 9. I was like, you're telling me at 6.30 everyone's gone home and no one will show up till 9? They're like, yeah. At the airport? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, at the fucking international terminal? No way. Yeah, so then I had true. to wait till like, 4 p.m. the next day to finally get my luggage. But. So, meanwhile, they said, don't worry about it. You can buy whatever clothes you need. We'll reimburse you for it. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, but I'm at Disneyland. What am I going to fucking buy? Princess dress? So I had to buy... A Michael Jackson Captain EO shirt. Nice. Good choice. These socks. And since I'm an adult man, I could not buy underwear anywhere at Disneyland. So I had to buy swim trunks instead of underwear. And I wore swim trunks instead of underwear for two days. Wow. Why didn't you just go without? I No. Oh, because you have oh, an enormous 12-foot penis. Yeah, my 12-foot <laughs> cock would be hanging out. Uh, and since I was in France, no one sold deodorant. What? <laughs> that's not true. They don't sell it. Was, was no that in a hotel? They didn't no, have God, no. anything to buy They don't there? sell deodorant at Disneyland. No. Really? And they should at Disneyland Paris, believe me. Yeah. Wow. People fucking stink over there. That's a real commitment to be well, you were with Shout out to stinky. <laughs> you were with your wife, right? Yeah. Why didn't you just use some of hers? She doesn't sweat. She, like, she doesn't need deodorant. She just, just, like, she doesn't sweat. She That's impossible. She nope. She didn't have any sort of, like, cleaning products with her that had a scent. No deodorant. I could probably, I could probably put perfume. on deodorant, like, once every three days and be fine. Yeah, yeah. Not, not me. I got some toxic Do you? shit going I on. I believe right you right. probably through the yeah, canister. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was it was a long couple of days. They still have not paid me back for the clothes I had to buy. Do you have so, to send them the, re- the Disneyland receipts. Yes. So uh, I'm waiting for Swim to get my trap. money back. <laughs> Grumpy stuff. Well, I'm glad you're back. It was tough not having you in that chair last week. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, the fight I got in with Joel, where Joel had to sit in this chair. Yeah. Someone and, someone commented that he's uh, he's Derek Zoolander because he has to sit on the left. Yeah, you know, I mean, Joel, he's an actor, so he knows. I mean, he knows how to best It's his good side. And, of course, also should point out that it was closest to the bathroom because everyone last week, when you go and you leave, suddenly everybody decides that's the week they're going to go to the bathroom. I'm like a substitute teacher. It's like everybody's like, I need to go to the restroom. I'm going to start a count, a tally of uh, how often people have to go to the bathroom and uh, hold that against them. And they're also bad at it, too. 
You know, I'm I mean, a woman. Like they don't and I've unplug never and like go. They just like rip their mics off and make a bunch. We've of We've also noise. got several cameras here, so it's it's very easy not to cross the one camera that's being used. But everyone always walks right. Well, no one knows it. how that works. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's on camera, okay. <laughs> like right in front of the one that's on. Who's the worst? The worst so far, I think, is Jack. I would say Michael's Michael. the worst. Jack and Michael yeah. are, are pretty close to each other. It seems like every time Michael's on, he's got to go to the I think restaurant. one time he went twice. <laughs> so, I, th- I thought it was Jack who went twice. No, I think that was Michael. Oh, was it? Okay. I'll have to go back and rewatch podcasts. I bet Jack's his car right now driving up here. I've gone <laughs> zero, and I have a woman bladder. Same so here. I just want to make that statement that I'm really good. So when I was two, things, in- two things on Twitter, by the way, they're very happy about are... A lot of people apparently break up like Gavin does by just stopping talking to their significant other. It's not other. really breaking okay. up. You said like it's breaking up. It's just you're not seeing someone anymore. Yeah, but... You can't break up with someone you're not dating. Listen, right? we're not dating. If you did that to me, I would be upset with you. If you just one day shut off the spigot, no more conversation with Bernie. And I'm texting you going, hey, what's up? And you're just like... It'd be like texting Bernie. Be <laughs> I don't do that. Like I can't texting believe a you guys think that I do that. Texting a mirror. I'm, I'm trying to go <laughs> maybe you agreed. <laughs> my phone and see how many uh he oh done jack saying i've only gone twice total so jack i'm not answering your text anymore um, so, I, I saw when, you I, off. when i was at minecon you know it was in disneyland paris so there were a lot of obviously there were a lot of europeans there i met a lot of people in europe who listened to the podcast including several people from denmark which i thought was really unusual yeah is denmark considered a scandinavian country would that be i don't think so what's that region it's like norway and sweden are scandinavian i don't think of Denmark is being... Where the fuck's Denmark? Denmark's up there, though, isn't it? Where it's Northern all? Europe, but it's not, like, on the peninsula. Which one is the cock and bulls That's Europe? Sweden and Norway. Sweden and Norway. But there's another one up there, too, right? I don't think so. Isn't there? Uh-uh. Oh. It's just Sweden and Norway on that peninsula? Yeah. Okay. Like, Denmark's, like... God, I don't, I don't even want to say something to get it wrong. It's, like, north of Germany, like, on that northern coast of, uh, of Europe. And those are Danish people. Yes, Danes. Mm, Danish. Danish. You don't say Danish anymore? Mm-mm. Danish makes me think of... Like a, a, a tasty breakfast pastry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically Danish pastry. Dane where it comes from. Like so, do you still call people from the Netherlands Dutch? Yes. Called Needs. Nederlanders. All right, let me see. Which countries are Scandinavian? And why are they called Scandinavian countries? Oh. Gavin, you're from Europe. You tell us. Why are they called Scandinavian countries? Because of the war. What countries? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Scan. Someone said that you had a very nice laptop, Bernie. Oh, they did? Thank you. Did. This oh, is, look at this. Bam. So when we were producing The Gauntlet, one of the sponsors for The Gauntlet was Razer, and they saw that I was using a different brand of laptop on the podcast, so they said, Bernie, do you want one of our gaming laptops, a Blade, so that you can use that on the podcast? I said, fuck yeah. It's a sweet computer. It is awesome. I, I, I'll just show it off, like do a little video on it and stuff, too, because it's got these, um, I can show you my screen here, but it's got these this row of uh, like 10. Yeah, it's like five and five little buttons, but every button is an LED screen, so it, like, dynamically changes on the fly to, like, when I'm on my desktop, there's, like, a Twitter button, a Facebook button, all that. And you can customize them. Yeah, and then when I go into a game, it, like, becomes customizable buttons for, like, say, Team Fortress or Left 4 Dead. So cool. That's yeah. what we were doing. We were using those playing when we were playing Natural Selection 2 the other week. And it's, it's badass <laughs> because it's nice to be able to, like, just have gaming go with me wherever. I started playing XCOM, and I was super disappointed to find out I, I kind of made a switch. I think I'm getting back into PC gaming. I used to only play games on Xbox because of achievements, mm-hmm. but now I, don't, I really don't care so much about that, so I'm starting to kind of move back as my default moving back towards PC. Like, I'm playing XCOM on PC yeah. 
rather than play it on uh, on Xbox. I played it on the 360 and had a blast, but it definitely looks better on the PC. I'll tell you what, some of, the, some of the photos that I've seen of Skyrim, screenshots of Skyrim, made me think I should have played it on PC. Yeah, a lot of that's also mods as well. Yeah. But still, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this thing would be, would be capable of handling it. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the thing about the Xbox 360 at this point is it's old, you know. It's uh, what, it came seven out? Seven years. Seven, yeah, seven yeah, years ago 2005 now. it came out. Yeah, just hit its seventh year. It's crazy. That is crazy. So, I mean, I th- think if you had like a, a seven-year-old computer they were running games on today, you know, it wouldn't look nearly as good. How many nope. DSs have there been? Or handheld Nintendos since the Game Boy? Um, DS. Five. Every <laughs> time I see it in the store, it's Lite. a different one. Yeah, there's there's like, DS, there's DS a big Lite. one, there's a fat one. There's a 3DS, 3DS XL. Is, I think there's also a normal DS XL there is, as well. Think, yeah. So like five? Yeah. That's a lot. That's and, what I said. Does the Wii, does the Wii totally Mini count as one now? <laughs> or yeah, whatever that well, is. They, that's not out yet, right? Are they going to call it the Weenie? <laughs> I've been I, playing. I, I doubt it. I've been playing Wii U. I've been playing a lot of Super Mario Brothers on the Wii U. You said it was hard. It's you, fucking you, hard. <laughs> it is a hard game, dude. It's hard. It really is. Mario has never been hard. Listen, let me tell you something. Although yeah, I was watching, has been. I was watching it's frustrating <laughs> as hell. I was watching Kerry try and play the Lost Levels the other day. Yeah. In the studio, he was struggling. He was bad. Really? Yeah. So that's the that's the Mario that they didn't release in the U.S. Yeah, what was with that? Why didn't that was Mario 2 in Japan. Right. But uh, they, they released another game. They just reskinned it as Mario 2 in and the U.S. And that was US. the one where Luigi would float through yeah. the air. And, <laughs> you'd I believe... And, and yeah, stuff. it was just didn't match. It didn't Turnips, match yeah. anything. Yeah, I believe it was called a game called Doki Doki Panic and it's in literally, Japan. The original of that game is the exact same entire game except they no Mario. They're just different characters. The main characters were that's just like weird. different sprites. Why would they do that? Um, they say they thought that Super Mario 2 that was released in Japan, they thought it was too difficult for American audiences. Well, they were right. <laughs> yeah, and so they, they didn't release it here originally as Super Mario 2. I loved Super Mario 2, the U.S. version anyway. No. And then I didn't know about it until the recently. Fl- Brandon was telling me about it. Uh, it was released as the Lost Levels on, I think, SNES? Yeah, and it's part of the Super Mario All-Stars. Okay. PlayStation All-Stars is about to come out. Do you know anything about that? It's like a... Super Smash Brothers type game, right? Yeah. Or is it out? I mean, I don't even I know. I think it's out already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I need to get more up on my PS3. I don't know really anything. The only PS3. thing I'm really looking forward to at this point on the PS3, I think, is Last of Us. Yeah. Um, That's Naughty Dog. Yeah. I can't think of another game coming out. So, oh, there's also that... Oh, God. It's that Japanese role-playing game that has that very cartoony style. It comes out in January. Uh, Ni no Doku or something like that. <laughs> it looks like a cartoon. It's really crazy. Nino Doku. Or something like that. It's like some Japanese name. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Did you ever play, uh, like, Dreamcast? What was that game, that overly dramatic role-playing game on Dreamcast? Shenmue? Sh- yeah, I love Shenmue. I played 1, 2, and I even imported 3 from Japan and played Shenmue 3. You imported the game? Yeah. Wow. Did it take, like, 10 years It also make? It cost a fuck ton of money, and I was broke as shit back then, but I had to play <laughs> it. Did you guys ever play Knights for the Dreamcast? <laughs> no, yes. Uh, yeah, I remember it. With that, like, weird... Elf-looking thing? I don't know what he was, but he, like, flew around rings, and, like, another girl came along with him. Yeah? I have, like, vivid memories of that yeah, game was, from uh, my childhood. Yeah, it was a Saturn game. I don't think I ever played it. I thought it was on the Dreamcast. No, there was a sequel that was made eventually. Oh. But the first one was originally uh, I don't know shit. You guys got all serious talking about these games for a second. <laughs> yeah, I, the Dreamcast games that I played mainly were, uh... Oh, uh, Mani just texted me and wrote, Nino Kony. Nino Kony, there you go. Kuni, right? Kuni and I? Nino Kuni, yeah. So I would like to point out, Bernie, that... Bernie, you- text me. <laughs> Thanks, Bonnie. Because he knows I'm checking, apparently. I'm good with texting. I reply. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard about that. Also, Katie messaged me for some reason. I don't know why. Go to bed, Katie. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me read this before you go. 
I want to remind everyone that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is The Hobbit, which we just talked about. So for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. And just for free, download The Hobbit and listen to it. Get ready for the movie. It's coming out. Yeah, You'd I be dumb not to. I couldn't find a con- uh, Hobbit on Kindle uh, for whatever uh, reason. It's definitely on Audible. I, yeah. I've checked. That, but who reads it? Do you know? Uh, no, I didn't check. Let me find out. Checked. Who uh, do you think should read The Hobbit? I'd like to have like Ian McKellen read it. Yeah, that seems like a good choice, right? But then how, when he gets to Gandalf, what would he do? I want Samuel L. Jackson to Maybe read he could it. read as, as Ian McKellen when he gets to the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Wizard. Come on, pass. Sir Ian, Sir Ian. <laughs> no, they get Sean Connery to read it. All right. We missed a Scandinavian country. We missed Finland. So uh, Finland. go fuck yourself. The Finns. Finnish. No one listens. It's funny because we just had a funny text conversation about Finnish when we were at the uh, Nerdist bowling thing. Yeah. Joel wrote... We just finished, but he sold finished. He said, like, I didn't finish I last. Did, I didn't finish. But finished like people from Finland. Yeah, he almost finished last. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers, team. no spoilers. All right, all right. Well, well yeah. <laughs> we all did very well, and we're so happy. I uh, spent, I did a, a thing that I've never done since I've lived here. I woke up after noon on Sunday. Yeah? Just slept in. Haven't done that for a long time. You haven't done that since you've moved here? No. What time did you get up? 12.01. What time did you go to bed? Uh, I don't know. Like two or something. What time do you go to bed? Like on, a, on just a regular day, it's a weekday. What time do you go to bed and what time do you wake up? About one and then wake up at half seven. Okay, what do you do? I used to go to bed really late, like 2 a.m., 1 a.m. every night. Now it's like 10.30. I'm like I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah? So you get five and a half hours of sleep every day? Pretty much. Okay, what about you? Typically between midnight and one. And then I wake up like at 7.30 or so. 7.30? Say this thing where it's like I, I think I should go to bed at 10. And then I just refuse. I just, like, I do some kind of thing where you I You also just, wake up really early. I wake up super early, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he wakes up 6.30. is not bad. So, I wake up about 5. Oh, I thought you said 7.30. 7.30. I did. I thought you said half past 6. No, 7. <laughs> That's what he said. Did I? No. He, he, said, he, said, he, said, he said half of 7. Half of 7. Half 7. Half 7. Half past 7. Oh, I thought you said, uh, for some reason, I thought you said it was half <laughs> till 7. Oh, we're not, we're not in Germany. Speak fucking English. God's <laughs> sake. Anyway, this is what I did. I woke up at 12.01. Started playing Halo 4. Legendary. Beginning to end in one go. It's awesome. And it's not even that hard. I don't know what you're talking about. You're fucking mental. Th- what time difficult. did you finish? Uh, like 8 p.m. Okay. Yeah, it was, it's, a, it's so much more fun on Legendary. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty quick run for Legendary, I think. I already had levels 1 and 2 done. Oh, okay. So. I may or may not be playing on easy. <laughs> you had 1 and 2 done solo? Yeah. So now you've done a complete solo run. Yeah, yeah, and I've got the Mark 6 helmet. Have you done a legendary co-op run? <laughs> Brag about it. No. Do you want to? Because I just... Yeah, I yeah. I, I need the achievement for legendary... Uh, for co-op. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Heroic or higher yeah. co-op. Yeah. But there, there are some moments... Like, I didn't... You said you struggled on the mammoth level, which... Oh, yeah. That, would, that would be fucking terrible. I didn't know no, there was, was a whole rack of rocket launchers. I didn't even use it. I just got mirror. a guy in my uh, gorse hog, and we were going around. He was what was the guy <laughs> carrying? Oh, is he on the gorse hog? Yeah. Still, fuck it. I'm impressed. Yeah, I, it was, it was right. good gunner. The worst bit by far was the very last bit of the last level, where you you go like one direction, you fight some crawlers, right. and you have to go the other direction, and there's just Promethean Knights. Like seven like, of them. There's nine. And the one at the end has uh, incineration cannon. Right. So the amount of times I would like slightly like, kill eight Promethean Knights, I'd be like, all right, let's kill this last prick. And then you just shoot my face, and I'd melt. Yep. Yeah, I have it a lot of times. See, that part I blew right through when I got to it, but I recognized it should have been harder than yeah. what it was. What do you do when you get really frustrated in a game? Do you, like, 
get really angry. He dents his desk. You should see his desk. Toss it around. Do you uh-huh. go back to it like a couple hours later or the next day? I could day? throw a controller. I've, never I've known seen him break an Xbox controller with just his hands. Yeah, snap it in half. Yeah, like crunch, like the thing was just broken. I, yeah. I've, I like seeing rage in you. Cause ever since we did that short where there was a bunch of me in that closet. Oh, the closet. And then you one. had to That's yell. so scary. You had to yell into the closet yeah. while I was in there. But like before the take, you would like kind of go quiet and start shaking and like build yourself up into a moment yep. of rage to the point where you'd be like, <laughs> you'd just be like shaking with rage. I can imagine you like that ripping a controller in half. Well, that's like the, the fake <laughs> office tour that we made at the end yeah. of I'm yelling at everybody. That was completely unscripted. I just ran around the circle yelling yeah. at everybody. Marshall was really like legitimately like, I don't want to talk to you for the rest of the day. I'm legitimately his, scared his of you. The secret is he's always angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I don't know. I, just, I, I, I would say I used to be an angrier person. Would you agree with that, guys? I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm not nearly as angry as I used to be. But I, I don't used know. To be angry. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> You've all been angry, yeah. Bernie. I'll tell you something that could have potentially made me angry this weekend, but didn't. Speaking of, I'm a bad texter. Barbara (laughs) sent me the stupidest goddamn text in the world this weekend. No, it wasn't stupid. She sent me, I I don't want to ruin something, but she sent sent a photo of herself and she had blood on her head. It's fake blood. Well, whatever, fake blood. She sends me a photo of blood. That's not the important part. She sends me the picture of herself like that, and I'm like, oh, Barbara's got fake blood on, obviously. But then she sends a text right after it where she just writes, help me. And that's it. She writes, help me. And then she shuts off her fucking phone. No, no, no. I put my phone away because we're about to do something. Shoot You're shooting something. something. And she, she puts it away. So I write, I write hey, I go, I go where, what's that from? No response. Then about five minutes later, I go, hey, I just want to make sure you wrote help me. I want to make sure everything's okay. No response. Like, Fuck. So then I call her phone. It goes straight to voicemail. And I, I know, I'm sitting at my house, I know for a fact she's perfectly okay, but I'm thinking, she texted me, help me, and didn't text anything else after that. So then I'm like, fuck, I gotta do something about this. Because just imagine, like, I'm explaining to the cops, yeah, she sent me a photo of herself covered in blood, and she wrote, help me, but that's just, that's how we work. That's, that's the way our business but is. Do you really think that if I was in a situation where I was injured, I would open up my phone, take a picture of myself, text you, rather than just call an ambulance or go like... No, I don't, but that's why I had to check. I'm just like, I know this is, I know this is not legitimate. I know what? she's not in danger, but I still have to fucking make sure. <laughs> why don't you just call someone else on set? I, d- I didn't know she was on set, first of all. I didn't know that. So I start calling people who live nearby to her going, hey, I'm across town. Do you know where Barbara is? Can you go just like knock on her door and just make sure she's okay? She sent me this stupid text. And they were all together, it turns out. Yeah. And me and Kara were just like... And they laughed. Me and Kara were like, man, Kara did an amazing job on my makeup. It wasn't... <laughs> I mean, the makeup was great, Kara. It really was. But it wasn't the makeup part of it. It was the text that just said, help me. So you were actually... Did you leave the house? Were you worried? No. You no. called people. Okay. I called a bunch of people. Okay. I called a bunch of people that were nearby. And then eventually I got to like two or three people who were like sitting right there with me. I was me. hoping to come back to my apartment to find my door being broken down. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> I would have called the cops just to teach you a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> they like, knocked your door in. Trying to figure out what had happened to you. So thanks, Barb. No problem. Have you ever had to kick a door in? I've kicked in doors. It's surprisingly easy. You just kick it right at the handle. Yeah. An interior door you can kick in in about two seconds. Interior so, uh, crocodile alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Gus came in and uh, found this mallet in the office, like, next to my desk. And he goes, uh, can I hit the side of your desk with this mallet? And I was like, really, you want to do that? 
So he takes this big mat. It's heavy, right? You've seen it. Yeah. And he just goes... And first of all, he misses completely. I missed. Like, he completely whiffed. He almost knocked his knee out. How did you out. miss the death? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to hit the corner. Okay. So then he connects Guys, very well with the corner. Unbelievably embarrassing. You missed a desk with a hammer. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so the corner of my desk is now just mullered and like split, and there's crumbly bits of like MDF coming out of it or whatever. And then you're like, I'll, I'll, I'll fix this. Don't worry. So we get, he goes and gets some tape and like tapes up the corner. He's like, there you go. It's fixed. Whack. And whacks it again. So now the corner of my desk is like down and split with tape all over it. I remember when Jeff went on vacation, we did that to his desk with a golf well, club. Why does nobody have any respect? For desks. It's funny. I mean, break other things, but I have to... Well, okay, you heard it. Break other things. <laughs> he said it. Like your legs? Or you, you, something that'll heal. Yeah, we also sign your desk. Yeah, my desk full of writing. The desk I had before this, Michael spent one weekend, I guess, taking every single thing off my desk, turning my desk around, and then putting it all back on. And it was, it was lower on the back side, because it's usually against the wall. So I'd slam my kneecaps into it every time I sat down. I'd forget, I'd like... <clears throat> But I refused to turn it back around myself. That's dedication. It would, have, it would have taken like an hour to do it. Take all my stuff off and unplug everything. Wait, wait, not an hour. Me. You're confusing me. Turning your desk around made it lower. It was a, it your... was an old desk. Like it, there was the drawers in the front, lower. but the back was lowered. Oh, I like, see. And I would, it was just low enough for me to clock my kneecaps on it. <laughs> okay. Every were, single time. You were looking for that hammer thing yesterday. <laughs> well, you were playing bloody Nancat all day. It wasn't all day. It was like it was five hours. Four hours. I could hear it. In my office when I was working, when I was editing with headphones on, I could hear it. And I went to the bathroom to <laughs> take a little leak, and I could still hear it. I wasn't sure whether I could actually hear it or whether it would just it been in your head. melted into my head. So I walked into your office and said, do you have a sledgehammer? And you were like, no, there's a mallet somewhere, though. And all, <laughs> like, you and Adam and <laughs> all three of you came and helped me look for a hammer. And for, like, five <laughs> minutes, and then you were like, what do you need a hammer for? It's like, I'm going to smash the TV in your office. It keeps, it and then it ended up, the hammer ended up in your office yeah. anyway. Yep. And then you beat my I desk fixed your, I fixed your desk for you. Thanks for that. Carrie walked into our office when I was in a very embarrassing situation. Um, I like to dance sometimes alone, and Neon Cat was playing, and no one else was in our office, so I just stood up and started dancing to Neon Cat, and uh, he walked in and tweeted about it. So Did you no know pictures? It? I'm not embarrassed at all, but... My, my, you know, Jordan, Jay or Dan, uh, started here this week, and my favorite thing is uh, every day I walk up behind him, and I scare him, and I take a picture of it. <laughs> so I have two so far. I have, I have tweeted, I, I've been tweeting them. So it's I'll tweet so easy to scare people picture. who work in the dungeon. Yeah, well, he's got, like, his headphones on. He's working on audio. And I just walk up behind him and go, Jordan! Yeah. He's, like, he, like, jumps and turns around. There's people walking in and out all the time from the studio, so, like, they don't know if it's someone sneaking up on them or just, like, walking in and mm-hmm. out. It's really funny. It's weird to see people react to shock in slow motion. I had to film that once on some random job I was on where they would just get a crowd of people and then make a really loud noise with like a, I think it was like a, some sort of tiny explosion that was just echoed. And you would see everyone do the exact same thing in slow motion. Like the first thing that moved on everyone was the muscles in their neck would all like, like come out <laughs> and everyone would do this. <laughs> it's just, everyone does the exact same thing. And it's to do that. But I don't know, what, what are they doing? Like, like covering why, and crouching? Why does the body instinctively Well, because you go, probably, like, <laughs> move your head out of the way. That's probably your yeah. first instinct. I guess your instinct is to duck a bullet. Did you ever see um, the series of photos? I think it was taking some, like, haunted house or something. Um, a camera snaps a picture. Oh, I love those pictures. Just as, like, something pops out and scares all these people and, like, a light flashes and takes a photo. Yeah. And they, they instantly ever. go up on Flickr. There's a Flickr stream, of yeah. them, like a photo stream of these things. It's genius. It, it's one What's of the it funniest things on the internet. I don't know, uh, but I'm just sure like we'll a find haunted it. house photo stream. Yeah. And it's this moment where there's something. All I can say is they're going this way, and there's something that way, 
to their right that scares the shit out of them just as a flash goes off. Yeah. And so it's like everyone, every photo is like this of people looking to the right. The best panicking. ones is like groups of guys who are like huddling with each other, like grabbing, grabbing onto each other. Or uh, my favorite is always the guy who will take the girl and put him in front of him. Yeah. Like, like using, <laughs> using her as a shield. Yeah. No, that always that's, makes me that's laugh. Not it. I think that's the first link it. you were looking at, Gavin, was it? All right, while you guys should look at that up, I want to explain what I was doing on XCOM the other day. Yes. So I was playing XCOM, and you, you were explaining to me, Gus, that you can name all the squad members after people you know. And so I did that. I yeah. got to say, Gus and Barb, you guys died instantaneously. That's you, realistic. Gus, you lasted good. a little bit. You got to the point where you were, you were assigned a sniper classification. Oh, good. And then you died. Yeah. And then Barbara replaced you. She was a sniper. She died immediately, too. Those, uh, that's a great game. My favorite part of that game is the memorial you can visit to all of your dead squad mates. And it like, plays sad music and shows you like a... Like a, a memorial, like shows like what they did in their career. Can I tell you something I'm a little disappointed by? Which I don't know if this is an ongoing thing with uh, Steam games, but XCOM apparently doesn't support uh, cloud saves. <laughs> there we got some of the scary pictures. He, yeah, go through some of these. Go she went straight these. for his crotch. And we'll link this in the link dump. <laughs> oh, how do you fucking operate? Just click on anything. Click on things. Can't. Thank you. <laughs> God, I love these things. I just <laughs> there's something funny to me. He's doing it. That guy on the left, he's done it. Yeah. He's squelched up. Squelched. <laughs> I just think there's something funny to me about uh, people being scared. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, there was also this video that came out from this series of pranks that they were doing in Brazil in an elevator. Oh, man. Did that, you see I these? love that video. Is that the, with the girl ghost thing? Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently it's, like a, it's a room that they go in that looks a lot like an elevator. Oh, and it God. makes motions, like, makes people think they're in an elevator. And then the lights start flickering while they're in there. And this... Then they go out completely, and while they're out completely, this little girl comes out in a nightgown and, like, ghost makeup, and she just stands there with her doll, with her hair in her face, and then the lights come back on, and people freak the fuck out. And then she starts screaming, and then they start screaming, (laughs) and the lights go back out, and she goes back in. And everyone does the same thing. They just don't want to look at it. They just have to, like, (laughs) don't want to see it. Yeah, it's the guy holding his backpack. I mean, seriously, there's no, like, when you're setting up that prank, you put a little girl in the elevator the responses to panic are fight and flight, but apparently flight is the default for most well, you people. Yeah, like I've seen pictures or like videos of people getting scared, and like the first thing you do is turn around and punch the guy, scaring them. It's yep. Like, well, I'm really shocked that well, no one like drop kicked the girl. Yeah, in the no head. one hit her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess she's not an actual threat of any kind. You know, <laughs> someone would either be scared or not scared. Well, they're but, still scared. Yeah. I saw a great video of a guy who was for Halloween, and he dressed up like a scarecrow and sat in a chair and put a bowl of candy in his lap. And when people come to grab it, he would just, like, grab their hand. I did that. And Did you really? I dressed up as a scarecrow and lay down, like, in our grass in front of our house. Not with a bowl of candy, but just as people were, like, going up my steps. And, like, kids would come up, teenagers would, like, kick me and be like, oh, this is so fake. Like, trying to act tough. And then I would either grab their foot or, like, jump up at them. Best reaction. I wish there was a camera filming. filming. There was one I saw where the guy was going to grab candy and the, the scarecrow was, ah, oh, it scares him. It's a huge dude. And he just goes, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you can tell, like, as soon as he hit the guy square in the face, like, square solid shot right in the face, he immediately regretted it. He was like, boom, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's, it's, it's his reaction. There's yeah. also that one of that, uh, that college, like a college TV program where the reporter's going around. And he's interviewing people in front of a trash can and, like, someone jumps out of the trash can to scare them. Right. And he's, like, interviewing this one guy. The, his cohort jumps out of the trash can. The guy being interviewed just turns around, boom, like right in the <laughs> oh, face. And the guy like collapses <laughs> right back into the trash can. He does can. the same thing, though. He punches him right away and then instantly regrets it. He's just like, fuck. Did you ever do that thing on a beach where you would bury your legs up to the knee and then lie down flat? Yeah. But it, it, made, it made it so you could just use your stomach muscles to just go from lying down. 
to just go like, like up like, but it looks like your knees bend the wrong way. If mm -hmm. you put shoes on the sand, it looks really convincing. It's pretty, pretty fun to do to people walking by. <laughs> I used to do it all the time. Is that what you would just Where do? Where do you go for beach? beaches in the UK? Wherever. Like Bristol. Tenerife. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <Thanks>, Wherever. <laughs> you know, just walk into easy water. Uh, there you go. Then you're there. You're in Beach Town. What do you always say? The name of a place? Nuki. There you go. And you'll be like, oh, where's that? I will, I will oh, be. Where is, where is that? Where is Nuki? South. Okay. Yeah. So you go to the southern but, coast of the UK. Yeah. It, it like, seems like it'd be cold as shit. Is it like south of London? No, like to the west. To the west. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a totally legitimate question. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Ask, we go to the beach. You're the asshole here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just not interesting, is it? Geography. We right? wanted to know. And now yeah, I know where Nuki is. It's interesting when you ask the question. Sounds fucking made up if you ask Google me. it. <laughs> Google it. Do you not know spell it? Nuki. Nuki. Mm. So I got a, I got a kind of a lucky thing that happened to me on Twitter. Um, I got the username Bernie. I truncated my username now. It's just at Bernie. So you're at you Bernie. used to have that, though. Yeah. Yeah. And but so you I was, used it as then a... Then you can swap it out, like, for your primary yeah. account. Yeah. And get everything, like... Uh, transferred over. So did like, you did it really quickly? Like, as soon as you gave up one, did you have to quickly, like, change your other one? Yeah, I did on a plane, too. So I was oh, yeah. really playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, Wi-Fi goes out on planes all the time, Plane too. Yeah. I did a prick thing to my friend Dan. No. Who's, uh, a oh. prick thing. He, his old game, his gamertag now is Danny No G. Yeah. Because for a bet, I said, make your gamertag like mine, and then we'll match, because mine's Gary No Free. Yeah. His old gamertag was Badger on Roids, for whatever reason, and he, he loved that. He <laughs> cherished sense. that gamertag. So I was like, just change it to Danny Noji for like a month. It'll be funny. So he did. And then I registered Badger on Roid so he couldn't have it back. And now he's stuck with Danny Noji for Well, that's what uh, four years. Michael that's what, did mm -hmm. to Jack's account. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When, His monkey account. Yeah, when Jack, when Jack became Jack P, Michael went out and registered Monkey5255 and then started harassing Jack from the account. <laughs> so he sent friend requests to all of Jack's old friends. <laughs> you know what it was? His, like, his account was hacked and that he was trying to get all his friends back. God, Some bitch has my... Username. What's she? My well, the username I used to use for everything, Blondie, with the two E's at the end. Yeah. Not available on Xbox Live. So who is it? I'm gonna look them up right Some now. Some bitch. No, don't say username. that. Don't say that. Some then people very will nice go and, lady or man. People will go harass that poor person. What's wrong with that? That's true. What do you mean? What's wrong with that? It's a perfectly normal person who's out there living their life, <laughs> yeah, you don't and need suddenly them. they start getting pounded with Xbox Live messages. Who needs that? Um. But there is a Bernie on Xbox Live. <laughs> no. I actually communicated with the person who owns Bernie on Xbox Live, and I said, I will buy this gamer tag from you. I will, I will buy it from you. Uh -huh. And I, I probably sent that message to them like probably ten times over the course of a year. Maybe not that much, like four or five times. And uh, finally came back to me and said that he uh, was a member of the Xbox Live launch team. And so he would never give it up just for nostalgic purposes. But he mm -hmm. understood, but no, he wasn't going to give it up anytime soon. Well, I mean, you still have fine Xbox Username? Yeah, no. In fact, the Xbox Live uh, username is Bernie Burns, and that's why I, for Twitter I was originally Bernie Burns. I wanted to have them all be the same yeah. wherever I was, but then I was like, Twitter, you know, it's just like it's five more characters that, you know, when people do retweets or stuff like that, we're just like, ah, let's get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Jumped on one. That's a good point. But I still, have the, I still have the old one, and I just put it to a private account that's locked now. Fancy. So uh, you were complaining that XCOM does not have cloud saving in Steam? Yeah, so I went to go play on one computer and then I moved over to another one. I was like, no save games at all. Apparently it's kind of optional. Yeah. Which I don't think it should be. If you're no. going to put your game up on Steam... Well, optional for the developer to include that. Right. Yeah. yeah oh, I, to I nice. totally agree. That's why I don't like cloud. Because people don't use it? I mean, that's the stupidest reason ever. It's just it's never perfect. There's never, the, there's never a perfect cloud situation. I, I disagree. I think Xbox There's Live... There's never a perfect storm when there it comes to cloud. Oh, oh. There you go, I guess. No, no, stop that. 
So, no, on Xbox Live, See, it actually does work very well. It could best. work a little bit better in that when you save, it should then upload right then. Like, you have to leave the yeah. game in order for it to upload, which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, and so even you if you, like, power now. off your console, it should enter that low-power state where it continues to upload. Right. Until it's done. No, I just go to the dashboard all the time and just do it. But It's, it's like, still... Just going to dashboard and letting the system upload my save games is still way more convenient than putting them on a Is there stick. a progress indicator showing you? You can go to active downloads and it shows you. Oh, and it, but it also shows, okay. The yeah, it shows you're uploading your saves. When we were, the cloud really. And I think the Xbox Live saves probably in the next iteration. I think they'll probably put a cap on how big a save game can be. Like all the yeah. Skyrim and Fallout games, all of those are about five megs each, which kind of sucks. Well, then as you play, they get larger too. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, because all the autosaves, there's three autosaves in Skyrim, and those constantly just rotate. So every time you finish, you have a 15 meg upload, which, depending on the day, can be kind of serious. You know, it can be a minute to do that. But, you know, you just have to kind of sit there and do it at the end. Yeah. I, I, but I, I love it. I always forget to do that. I wish, I wish the cloud could be used as a backup. Just It would just mimic one of your memory cards or something. Yeah. Well, you cool. can do a you save locally, and then it uploads your local save to the cloud. It, that's what it is. Right. Okay. So there's a local copy of everything in the cloud somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. what the cloud storage is. It's actually local storage. In fact, going you up. could probably set up your local storage as being on your, on for, your memory stick. For cloud storage, I don't think so. No. I don't. I don't believe. So there's like that's a the designated case. piece of hard drive for cloud. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because then how would it sync it? Yeah. When you go to a different console and plug in your USB stick, you have all this supposedly synced stuff. I want to know something. Go ahead. Why did you go quiet when I was talking about wet dreams? Because <laughs> I told you a story one time. <laughs> Where I went, we went to Scotland. You weren't with me. We went to Scotland. <laughs> I actually had a wet dream on a plane. <laughs> what? Yeah. Did you know this? Is that yeah, why you he asked him? Bring it. He brought it up. <laughs> but I fuck it. I'll own it. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> there's no worst place you could have. Yeah. A wet dream on a plane. <laughs> I was like I was on like, a plane. In my thirties. I was in my. 30s. <laughs> I didn't realize I had been on a trip. I'd been you know away from home for like two weeks, and I just hadn't thought about it. And uh, I was just, uh, oops. <laughs> Apparently you were thinking about something. Yeah. I, was re- I got upgraded to business class, which was really nice and exciting. So. You had a wet dream in business class. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least Planned. they help you clean up in business class. <laughs> yeah, so, business. You had a wet a dream. Towel, a towel. Yeah. Sat next to a bunch of people. Jeff. <laughs> Sat next to Jeff. He's dreamy. You know, I mean, anybody, I would be in my shoes. He'd oh. do the same he thing. He very blue eyes. So did you get what I get? Did you get the slow seep, or was it immediate disruption? No, I was like, pants? I have a problem. <laughs> Ding. Did you call the flight attendant? Yeah. And it's like, uh, for whatever reason, I was lucky I had a change of garments available in my carry No, but carry-on. what did you do? Did you just go into the bathroom and change? What did I do? You want, like, want me to draw a picture? No, of what I, I did <laughs> <laughs> Barbara, I have a book I'd like to read with you. Uh, no, yeah, I, went to, I just went to the restroom and fixed everything. You know? Was there any obvious... <laughs> What's that? Was there any obvious obvious evidence? I'm sure there was. He said he had a change of clothes. The plane is pregnant now. okay, no. He's he's got a baby Cessna at home. You could be uncomfortable in your own clothes, but it doesn't show. I'm very proud. It's a single prop, but, you know. (laughs) <laughs> he'll, he'll be moving up to twins soon. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, when, I, when I flew to uh, Paris for Minecon, I got lucky and I got uh, upgraded to business class as well. Except I got put in the last row. So I was like facing backwards in the plane and I had an aisle seat. So like economy was right in front of me. So I was staring <laughs> at everyone in economy who was staring right at me the whole time I was flying. It was really uncomfortable. It was really bizarre. <laughs> it's just been like this. Like... I <laughs> so I was reclining all the way down, like "fuck you," <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> it's like Homer Simpson in the Simpsons movie. Just like, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine the realization, yeah, of 
spunking yourself on a plane. How many years had it been? How many years had it been? Where to start? Like, what if the bathroom wasn't free? You just have to sit in it for a while and then. I, look, I just got a text from Matt, who's like, "Oh, she's gonna be pissed that I told that story." He says, "Hey, I, I need to tell, tell you something." I said, uh, "And this waited," and he wrote, "The season ten soundtrack is now on iTunes. Be sure to plug that." <laughs> so Matt's apparently all business. Season ten. Oh, he just he just texted me also. Season ten soundtrack now on iTunes. Plug if you can. All right. There you go, Matt. Season ten soundtrack. This is great context for that conversation. Listen to it on a plane while you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you may get some unintended consequences. Sexy so my concern wasn't so much. My concern wasn't so much the actual incident itself. But I always have this weird paranoia that I don't know what I'm doing in my sleep. And it's like, I have a weird paranoia that I was doing stuff in my sleep. Oh, yeah. You know? You know? And I, like, like wake up. Like grabbing at yourself or something? <laughs> Pong your Yeah. Drunk. I mean, I was worried. It I was worried really bad if you'd mimicked, like, if you were just sleeping. You just went. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, you know. And, uh, I, 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 yeah, it was one of those stories where it's just one of those things that happens, you just completely have to own it. I can't believe you've never told me this. I've never heard this before. <laughs> this is an amazing story. Yeah, I, mean, I love that you just don't care. It's awesome. Well, I mean, why, why hide that story? It's funny. It's a great story. It is funny. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't think I told, I think, like, in the moment, I was going to go to, like, Jeff and go, hey, guess what? You know, or Check it out. <laughs> or it's Joel. not pissed. <laughs> <laughs> or Joel. So I, I didn't do that, but I did. I did tell Gavin later. You I told think me in Australia. Oh, it's Australia. I almost fell on the ground. You told me at dinner. <laughs> How long had it been since your last wet dream? In, oh, between that. What years? Since my teenage years, probably. Yeah, I guess Fuck. so. I've always masturbated furiously, so I got. Had and no you've never with that. had a spontaneous emission. No. Never ever. Really? I don't think so. Not that yeah. Good. All right. Well, well, let's do a test. Just hold it. <laughs> see how long you go before going in the night. See if we can make it see, happen. Guys always say they're happy they're not chicks because they don't get periods. Right. Things like this make me so happy about it. That's nothing. It never yeah, happens. Twice getting in getting life. boners in high school when you're wearing sweatpants? Who wants to deal with that? Bo- <laughs> teenage, boner, teenage boners are the worst. Uh, you want to think some of the full embarrassment things you <laughs> do? You know when you're sleeping on a plane, right? And you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> you do this. You do this all the time. Where you you wake up, you you, you, start, you start snoring so loud that you wake yourself up. Right. I do that all the time. I'm worried that I made a noise and woke myself up. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm worried I made some kind of. Uh, you wake up thinking I've spoke myself awake. What noise was I making? As right. I did I? Did I? Was it the act, act that woke me up, or did I make a noise that woke like, myself yeah, like, up? <laughs> <laughs> what was the noise? <laughs> so that, that, like that shouting a right. guy's name. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was that right? shouting a guy's name. Oh, Gary. What? what? <laughs> but uh, that was part of the reason, I guess, why I didn't inform any of my friends that were on the plane with me because I figured they would ask me, "Hey, why did you? Uh, what why did you scream suddenly in the middle of the flight?" Do you find that when you're snoring so loud that you wake yourself up, you're always having a dream at that point? No. You don't? No, I think what it is, you wake up. When you wake up in a certain stage of your REM cycle, you're always having dreams. You just remember it because you wake up during the dream. Sometimes I'm next to people and they'll nudge me because I'm snoring too loud. But I will always be aware. Without being able to hear it, I'll be aware that I'm snoring because I'm feeling good about like just drifting off to sleep and I'm starting to dream. And I'm aware that I'm probably making noise. And that's the, the moment when people always punch me awake. All right. Well, now i got to delete my Twitter account after that story. 
God damn it. <laughs> Just delete. I actually saw you wake yourself up from snoring yes. on the way to pack seats. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the funniest thing because your cheeks were going. That's all we saw because we were like that. They were like vibrating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but Gus has like the most, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, pinchable I got, cheeks. I got, I got a lot of meat in my can, you got can a lot you do of a cheek. good sound? Like a... When you go like this. I don't think so. Not like that. No, that's no? crazy. I'm really happy the camera wasn't on you when you made that sound. Sounds good, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think Sounds almost like every time I get on a plane now at this point, if I fall asleep, I, I wake myself up snoring. Yeah. Every flight at this point. Really? Yeah. I've never heard you snore on a plane ever. Oh, okay. And I've been on a lot of flights with you. I it's, just did, it's like... It's pretty bad now. I, I, obviously, everyone, when they're sat up right, they sleep with their mouth wide open. Yeah. Because right? of the gravity of the jaw. I posted I hate... that photo of you and Jeff and Matt all sleeping on a plane. It looks like an exhibit at the Museum of Natural Science. Like, everyone's, going on, right? everyone's yeah. dead and like, like fossilized. Like waxy. I've gotten to the point where, <laughs> you know, you can't use electronics at takeoff and landing. I can. Where I'll You can't because you listen to the fucking rules. I never, I don't give a You're an asshole that you don't even turn your phone You're off. I don't. I, I've cunt. seen him. What's funny is I saw your, your 4G Wi-Fi hotspot on the plane when we came back from L.A. As I was powering down, I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. He, yeah. he will literally be tweeting, the plane is taking off, he'll be tweeting, and then all the bars will suddenly go, and also you'll say no service. You don't give a... Why, why is that law there? I don't know. <laughs> hey, so people pay fucking attention in case the plane crashes. You do realize, though... If the fucking plane crashes, I'm going to notice, and I'll put my phone away. You do realize that they can track your phone LOL going down. on. So yeah, if there, no one's monitoring it, they're not in the tower like, uh-oh, there's a phone on. Well, why is it a law, then, if they're not enforcing that law? They will if they see you. They'll tell you to turn it off. Yeah. They just want. They just want to express their authority in the plane. That's what they want to do. Listen, they don't. Want Rules to have... should be followed. Ah, I just assumed it had something to do with the signal. I mean, like, they, but look at him. This is the same guy who doesn't put his seatbelt on. Like he'd rather find a way to silence the seatbelt alarm. Would so, you? You know. <laughs> so you're an asshole when it comes to any. Would you want though. to be hit by his dead weight body as it comes slamming into you in a car? Absolutely. Accident? But he's in the front seat, so you'd be lucky to be hit by my dead body. It'd Why? Be a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> You act like it's a bad Have you guys seen you. Flight yet? It's been no. weeks. No, I really want to see that. You have to see that. I re- really want Did to see Did you go see uh, Silver Linings Playbook yet? No. That's good. Oh. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about the movies that we haven't there seen. There was someone, <laughs> I think it was Dom or Account 3D or someone tweeted at me today the, uh, the trailer for uh, Shane Carruth's new film. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. Is he the guy that did Primer? He yes. Did Primer, yeah. Here's my thing. I'm no longer going to watch trailers for movies that I know I'm going to see. Okay. What's the point? Okay. It's, it's, I, 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 I will tell you, I believe it's, the trailer was for it's showing at Sundance. Okay. I don't think it has distribution yet. I don't think it has a release date other than it's going to Sundance. And I'm sure someone's going to buy it and release it. I'm such a fan of that guy. I have thought about going to Sundance to watch that movie. Yeah. I am so fucking excited. I'm What's it called? The Topiary? No, that's another movie he's working on. Oh, really? Okay. A topiary's still in pre-production, apparently. I looked it up today. Yeah. And uh, this always, one is, uh, is done. I'm always so impressed when, at the end of the credits, you just see, like, written by this guy, directed by... Like, he has every credit. Yeah, it was like that guy. It was like... Have you seen, you've seen Primer. Yeah. Like, it's like that guy. It, like, you watch the credits in Primer, it's all <laughs> him. I've watched that movie three times. It's really still hard to follow for me. Yeah, it's Because you sent me a pic... Like, I thought, well, I figured it out. That's, you know, there's certain loops of time that you can kind of figure out. But then you sent me, like, an image... Like a mapping of all the different times. There's like, there's over ten different like loops of time. I yeah. think or something. It's crazy. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. You really should watch it. When are you guys doing the podcast awards? Some on Twitter. Oh, we need to, we need to do that. Let's yeah. do that next week. I was actually reviewing that. I was looking at some of our previous selections, I, and I was looking at well, the hardest the hardest thing in the podcast awards, which are coming up, 
The hardest part is getting you to send out the fucking trophies. The second hardest part <laughs> is picking video of the year, online video of the year, because yeah. it's just like remembering all the videos of the year. I Although think this one's yeah. pretty done. Yeah. I think this one's no question. Is it the video that style? we watched pretty before sure. every single podcast? Well, you know, it's also, we're going to have to be careful, too, because we clear, clearly love Gangnam Style so much. But also, it's like Game of the Year. We all love Halo so much. Maybe we should just, like, have, like, a secondary category for that. Because we know those are, like, shoe-in choices. Both yeah. those. Well, then why think? shouldn't they win? Well, why doesn't every award... What? Why isn't there that for every single award guy thing? I guess so. You know, I mean, it's like... I mean, what would you, what would you pick as Game of the Year? I don't know. I need to look at the choices. Oh, there was... I, you know what? I need, to re- I need to look at it again. Okay. I really need to think about it. Since, like, what's crazy to me to think about <laughs> is that... Saints Row the Third came out last year. Like I saw that it was a, they released a humble bundle with yeah. it uh, the other day. And that was last year. Yeah, it was November of last year. Well, I think you guys were making videos for it when I came to Rooster Teeth, which was a year ago. Yeah, that game is a fucking blast. Yeah, that was one of some of the like the first time that Achievement Hunter was doing like a series of Let's Plays. Michael and Jeff did a bunch of Let's Plays. They did twelve. Yeah, twelve Let's Plays in Saints Row. Saints yeah, Row. yeah. Like they would toss people off buildings and stuff like that. And uh, they did a things to do, and I think. As well, for yeah. Saints Row Three. Yeah, yeah, they did a bunch. They were funny. Yeah, yeah. And Saints Row the Third. Saints Row the Third. My apologies, gamers. Teehee, I'm just a girl. <laughs> <laughs> did I pronounce Gangnam Style wrong? Everyone is correct. Gangnam. Yeah, Gangnam. Gang, gang, gang. Have you ever heard? Gangnam? You obviously have heard Gangnam. Gangnam. Have you ever listened to when Brandon tries to say the word gauntlet? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Or the word or the name Jeremy. I've never heard him say Jeremy. Today, hey Brandon, say Jeremy. Brandon, come out to the. Uh, just, have him flip no, he, the he wine. can't come out because then he can't. He's the one doing the video switching. Just make him put on the wine and come out here. Will you switch to him in the control room view? <laughs> Brandon, you want to show yourself off in control Brandon, room view? Brandon. There, there, hey. Brandon. Brandon, can, we can't hear you. Look, there's everybody behind the scenes. So there's everyone who works to bring you the video podcast. By the way, these are they're all hard at work. All the way in the back. We, that's we, Jordan. We, all the way in the back. Hey, that's Dave. And then there's the other Jordan. There's two Jordans. Jordan in the green shirt, and then Jordan who makes the Richie Tenney adventures on the left. And there's Kara, Lindsay, who's got her back turned to us and won't talk to us. There's Allie Bakes, and Mr. Brandon. Uh, I hear you in my earpiece. Okay, they can hear you. So I want you, I want to hear you say Jeremy. No, they can't hear. I can't hear you. Shut up! Shut up! Sorry, what you say, Gus? I have to turn your speaker down. We can't hear you, dipshit. Yeah, <laughs> we can't hear the audio feed from the Brandon podcast. Brandon says yeah. Jeremy. Right, right, Brandon, somebody's posted a photo of this. We'll put in the link down. But Brandon's got this enormous switcher now. Oh, yeah. Before it was all software. Now he's got this, like, huge deck that he's using. We rented that. He has a huge deck, D-E-C-K, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> yeah, Brandon said something else weird the other day that I couldn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. Uh, I, I, hey, Brandon, he was pronouncing something Josh? a weird way. I, I'm really into now when I don't... Because when someone was talking to me and I didn't quite see the point of what they were saying, I would just kind of, like, try and get out of it as soon as possible by, like, nodding and be like, yeah, you know, yeah, me too, whatever. Now, I like just saying to people, I have no idea what you're talking about. What? 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 Satisfying. What? You just keep it going? Yeah, just like, what are you on about? <laughs> what are you on about? Make them be explain themselves about what you're saying. You know, if people started saying that to you, it'd be never-ending. Because I never know what you're on about. Do you really not? Never. Oh. Well, that's right. It's right. <laughs> I learned your, about your thought process Jay. is like, sometimes your thoughts are just so out there, I can't grasp them. Even if it's a basic idea. Like the other week when you were asking if there was anyone in the world that I ever wish I was. Like the way you worded it, the way you said it, I was like... What are you saying? And you, you were like, you were flabbergasted. You're like, what do you mean you don't know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, how do you phrase your thoughts in such a way that make them so difficult to understand? Yeah, I'm known for it. 
It's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, so when I was out at, uh, at Minecon, they had a, a, an area of the event called the Mob Trap. Yeah. Which was basically like a Minecraft-themed haunted house. So you would go track. through it, and it was, like, dark and spooky, and there were, like, all the, like, the creeper noises and zombies and stuff, and, like, lights would flash, and you'd see them, like, like little statues of them in the corner. It was, uh, it was really cool. I went through it, like, ten times. Did you do any video? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. It was too dark for to uh, get video. What are you, 12? It was so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> so Mike, almost a good time. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. You enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. How did Esther? Did Esther enjoy it? Yeah. She, she loves Minecraft. Well, I thought uh, an interesting thing that they did was, uh, you know, everyone gets a bag. Like, you go to an event, and you get, like, a, a little bag with, you know, some ads and some goodies in it. They gave everyone who attended a free copy of Minecraft for the PC. I thought, these people, I guarantee you everyone here already has Minecraft. But yeah. then I thought, they probably do that so that they can then give it to a friend of theirs. Be like, this is the game I was always telling you about. Yeah. Let's play together now. I think that's smart. Yeah, I, I was like, awesome. that, that's like, you get, like, all of your known evangelists, people you know love your product, and have them go out and continue to... Evangelize. I wish that Xbox Live would introduce gifting. I wish. I know that Xbox Live obviously does a very good job of combating fraud. They don't have nearly the problems that the PlayStation Network has when it comes to like getting hacked and all that stuff. But I wish that Xbox Live had gifting where you could just send someone a game. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'm surprised they don't have that after so many. Steam's really good about it. Like Steam, uh, when you buy Torchlight or some game like that, there's even an option. I want to buy four copies of the game at a discounted price so I can send it to my friends and they can play with me. Someone sent me a a Steam gift for some reason. They sent me a Universe Simulator, where uh, Universe Simulator. Yeah, you like simulate planets. Is it endless space? No, no. I think it's called Universe Simulator. I want to play that. Yeah, and it's got you can place like stars, and you put things in gravity around it. If you played that, would you tether the moon? I would tether the moon. Yeah, you like (laughs) detonate items, and then like you see the shrapnel and how it affects everything else's gravity. It's really crazy. I used to do that as like a basic flash one where you could just like kind of fling a planet near a sun and see how like how it would end up yeah. orbiting us. I love stuff like yeah, you that. You can like, watch like you can stuff. simulate galaxies colliding. Yeah. yeah, like I did a thing where I had like two stars you know, like orbiting each other and they like eventually decay and like collapse or com- I once read that Is this game called Universe <coughs> Sandbox? That's it. Okay. I once read that if two galaxies collided, nothing would hit. That, that's what it looked like in the simulation I ran in there. Like, everything just gets flung off like crazy. Well, the gravitational forces, though, there's nothing you can do to escape those. But, like, everything's just so far apart. Like, a galaxy can go through another galaxy without anything hitting. Yeah, but the gravitational forces would pull things apart. Like, would... Yeah, like, they don't hit, but they get flung off. Right. Like, in crazy yeah. directions. It's almost kind of like saying, like, if you took two similarly pulled magnets, a north end and a north end, or a positive end and a positive end, and you tried to push them together... They wouldn't touch, but they'd still be forces on each other. Does that make sense? You ever tried to do that before? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They'd, yeah. they'd push each other away. Yeah. Kind of that same thing. So there'd be gravitational effects on one another. In fact, we're, it's pretty relevant to right now because they said that uh, December 21st, 2012 was when the world was going to end. And we're pretty close right now. It doesn't seem like the world's going to end. 17 days? I, I thought there'd be a bit more hype for that leading up to there it. There was a lot more hype like four or five years ago. It I know a, guy, I know a guy that quit his job yeah. over it. What? Yeah. I know a guy that was going to quit his job... And he was going to spend his savings because he was convinced it was true. So this is like the dumbest guy you know. So here's his thing. Here's his thing. He was absolutely. Is it Joel? You can tell me. No, it's a guy. We, it's a guy we know. <laughs> Joel um, thinks the world's He's the guy who told day. us about. Remember the coffins? We told oh, us right. the, podcast? the FEMA coffins. The, all the FEMA coffins. That yeah. was one of the creepiest stories ever, and it turned out to be. It looked true. Like yeah, I heard it, it was true. Yeah. Yeah. That that he there was apparently these fields where FEMA, the disaster response agency for the United States government. They just had stacks of coffins prepared to, like, go and, like, take people and put them in the ground. Holy anyway, shit. 
His thing was, <clears throat> there's nine planets in the solar system, eight if you don't believe in Pluto, but there's the established planets in the solar system. But what he was saying is that there's another planet oh. that has a much bigger orbit than everything else, and it also has an orbit that then takes it through the orbits of the other planets. So you have all the rings of all the planets, and then there's one that does a big, long, huge like an orbit. oblong oval or something? And it takes thousands <laughs> of years so to do it. it. Only sometimes is it in the solar system. Only sometimes it comes back through the solar system and it orbits back out. And that this tenth planet, I think he called it Nerubu or something like that. It had like <laughs> some name. Real. Seems legit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess. Like Jupiter is the name of a planet. But anyway, that it comes through and it was like this time it was going to connect with Earth. Or it was going to come through and it's such a big planet that it monkeys with all the other orbits. Yeah. But you think you would see something that big coming? No. Why would you see it coming? Yeah, if it's that big, you'd, you'd, it would be sensed. It would Just its gravitational shadow. effects. You right. would sense it, yeah. Like I mean, the, we're, we're detecting notice... planets that are now in other solar systems that are Earth-like. Yeah. We would be able to detect something between our solar system and another solar system. If it, if it was large enough to affect planet orbits and be like life-ending like that... You'd see it coming for a little while. I think you can look it up. I believe it's also called Planet X because it's the 10th planet. Oh, I've heard of Planet X, yeah. Yeah. And it's the 10th planet. I've never heard of Nagubu or whatever you call Nerubu. it. Nagubu. <laughs> Nibiru. Nailed it. N I B I R U. Nibiru. 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 Pretty close. Your memory's pretty, pretty good there. Did you hear that? Well, when someone... my friend is like spouting that he's crazy, you tend to remember that conversation. It's like, <laughs> hey, sit down. I want to tell you that I'm insane. And here's all the ways I'm insane. You're like, I'm listening. <laughs> You have my full attention. I'm going to remember what you say. Nibiru, so. got it. Yeah, and he, was, he quit his job, and he was going to spend all of his money. Someone tweeted, 10th planet, Naruto. Sounds legit. <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> Did you hear that someone named their baby hashtag recently? They, that baby should be taken away from them. Yeah. No, names are funny. Is, is the baby trending? The Nibiru cataclysm is a supposed disastrous encounter between the Earth and a large planetary object, which certain groups believe will take place early 21st century. Believers in this doomsday event usually refer to this planet as Planet X or Nibiru. The idea that a planet-sized object could collide with or pass by Earth in the near future is not supported by any scientific evidence and has been rejected as pseudoscience by astronomers and planetary scientists. Idea was first put forward in 1995. Founder of the website Zeta Talk. That sounds okay. like a good reference. Leader describes herself as a contactee with the ability to receive messages from extraterrestrials from the Zeta Reticuli. Okay, my friend quit his job over this. Jesus, Have you, come so, on. Someone tweeted this. It made me think about it. Have you seen that streaming movie with Kirsten Dunst called Melancholia? Uh, you know, I almost, I almost saw that in the theaters. What, I remember it's it looked like, interesting. It's, it's such a weird, terrible movie <laughs> about this planet that comes into the solar system, kind of like that, called like Melancholia, and like it's coming and it's going to hit Earth and destroy all life. And it's like the last days on Earth, and Kirsten Dunst gets naked in the moonlight, and nice. that's about the highlight of the movie. Oh, is that on Netflix? Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> port on Kirsten Netflix. Dunst, <laughs> Kirsten Dunst, hot or not? Go. Super hot. Oh, she's hot. I think I she's do. really plain looking, to be honest. No, I think get out of here. You know what? She's got that little snaggletooth thing going on. But can I tell you something? Right. That is a description that women use about other women. Have you ever called a girl plain looking? But women call other women they don't find attractive plain, and I don't know what that means. No, nope, it's not that she's not attractive. It's just she's Generic. kind of she's not unattractive, but right. I don't find her like the most beautiful girl ever. Yeah, but that's, what does plain mean though? Just there's no quality that makes her really hot. Right. Just she's a pretty girl. That's enough for guys. That's <laughs> yes. why guys don't say that's plain. Fine. Yeah, just say that she's a pretty girl. There you go. That's what we said. You agree with us? I asked. I asked. I don't no, think she's hot though at all. I asked a girl I knew once ago. Explain that to me. What does plain mean? And she, the way she described it was, she goes, "Well, 
you could just walk into any mall in America and find a girl just as hot as her. It's like, yeah, I want to bang that one too. I don't understand. I think that's that. like the difference between the man and the female uh, mentality. Yeah, it's like I'll fuck any hot girl. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, well, she would just be like the hottest girl at the mall. It's like I would go out with the hottest. You're girl saying there's 100 hot girls at the mall right now? Let's go to Hot Topic. I mean, come on. I think so. Get a pretzel. It's more like you wouldn't look twice at them. You wouldn't look twice at them. Yeah. I okay. would not look twice at the hottest girl in the mall. No, but there's someone who's playing, I mean. Let me tell you something, too. Oh, I would look at once and just never look away. Guys don't Dreamy. look twice at girls, typically. Guys do, like, if Gab's a hot girl, I'm talking to Gus, and I can see everything about Gab that I need to see. Yeah. That's how guys do it. Peripheral. Girls don't do that. Girls do this. Like, you talk to Barbara, and here's exactly what a girl does when she's checking out another girl. She goes like this. <laughs> the scanning and analyzing. It's un- no, no, unbelievable. You don't move your head. You don't you move just, the head. You just go that like was a this. little much. I, oh I my like god! It. You just do yes. like this, like like a like a Cylon kind of thing, like a. <laughs> well, no, no, data go, you moved your head. <laughs> girls do that to each other, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm talking about girls. That girls check out other girls yeah. so aggressively, so much more so than guys, which guys have a reputation for doing. We don't do it. Girls do that. They, it's unbelievable. Like they will turn around and walk backwards to check out a girl. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's for a few different reasons, though. For me, it's I want to see what she's wearing. I want to see what fashion she's got going on. Mostly yeah. lesbian reasons, though, right? No. But it's like, <laughs> I don't know, as a woman, it's, it's sometimes nice to appreciate another woman's beauty. And in, it's not... In a, like a scissors kind of way? <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, and just a, I appreciate... You, that, that can't be looking. fun, right? Scissoring? I don't know. Would you, I'll give it a shot. Why are you looking it. at me? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Gus like, and I did go in the bathroom the other day to check out each other's junk, so <laughs> I don't think we're the best barometers like, for what's fun <laughs> enough. For, for example, as a guy, it feels good. Like the tip of your penis go feels ahead. good. Go ahead. But okay. I can't imagine like jabbing another dude's tip with mine and having that feel good. Well, that's not the same sensitiveness understand. of a body. Yeah. His ability, his ability to. Like, refocus a conversation to his genitals is amazing. It is like a superpower. the ladies. It is a superpower that you have. I mean, it's like literally, we can have a conversation about anything and you'll find a way to Did I tell you guys about the message I received on our website after our discussion about whether a celebrity is hot or not? Oh, what did you say? Who's the celebrity? Um, I said Brad Pitt. Yeah? I said I I don't see the appeal. I understand he's an attractive guy, but I just don't. He's plain looking. I just don't. I'm not, like, attracted to him. Remember that conversation? I do, absolutely, yeah. sure. So I received a message on the Rooster Teeth site from a gentleman that said, I just wanted to let you know the way you feel about Brad Pitt is the way I feel about you. Everyone thinks you're beautiful. I just don't see it. I just wow. Wanted, I just wanted to what let you charmer. know. What a charmer. Good job, buddy. Said, Why? Why? What because is the point? I don't he, care what you he's think. He's got the he's, reaction he's, he exactly He's nagging you. Oh, is that what it is? He's that's negging. Absolutely, what it is. But You're being negged. He didn't say it in like a mean way. I know. That's, that's what, what negging, negging is. is. Yeah. Oh. You can't say, you can't walk up to a girl and go, "Well, you're an ugly bitch," and recover from that. You have to do it subtly, right? Yeah. That's exactly what it I is. Just, like, he was hoping for the reply. I and it's worse because now you're talking about him, and now you. I bet you remember his name. Yeah, of course I do. What was his name? Say. It. I'm not gonna call him out on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't I, don't, I call, don't him call him out, him out. on something else. So, what, well, how did he contact you via direct messaging? Direct message. Oh, uh, really? So you guys were friends? No, I have my messages open to everyone because I'm not a cold-hearted. Are you talking cunt. about on the Rooster Teeth uh, site? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> wow. Not a cold-hearted cunt. Nope. You just play one on. <laughs> so I learned something about Barbara today that I should bring up on the podcast. What's that? 
So Barbara today was revealing that Barbara has a very small belly button. You have a small belly I'm button? I'm not going to show this on the pod. I have a very small... I have oh, a, come on. I'll show my belly button if you show yours. I have a freakishly small belly button. She was showing everybody earlier. Can you show she was just right like, now? just a belly button shower. It was pretty small. It's not freakishly small, I don't small, want to, like, zoom in on my belly button on the pod. Brandon, I cannot small. tell you how much people are going to hate you for having me on the shot while Barbara was showing your belly button. <laughs> People are going to fucking you can, find you You can make it up you. to them by showing my belly button. <laughs> yes. Let's see yours. You're on camera now. Wow. God. It's the of the shot. <laughs> there you go. That's what everybody was hoping for. <laughs> like Hopefully someone will make a gift mine. where Barbara goes to lift her shirt and they cut to that. No, but you know what happened? You know how I know it's a small belly button? How? I wanted to get a belly button piercing when I was younger. And I was told by the piercing person that my belly button was too small to get a piercing. <laughs> oh, come that on. That I would have to pierce, like, the bottom part. Like, you know how people pierce, like, the top? Yeah. yeah. I would have to get the bottom pierced because it was too small. That sounds like bullshit. That sounds yeah, like I a mean, total like, bullshit excuse. It's just the excuse. skin above it. They didn't yeah. actually, like, jab it into the middle yeah, of your belly button. Yeah, but there'd be, button, like, there. no room for the piercing, actually, to, like, fit I don't itself. buy it. I think it's bullshit. No, no, we'll do it now. Get a pin. Get a, get a spike. <laughs> hey, did we'll you want to talk about this? You gave me this thing earlier. Yeah. Hey, you want to cut to me, Brandon? Apparently, we got uh, this thing back. This is a, a t-shirt. Replica of the Christmas sweaters from the Siri short. Is this in the store? It's in the store right now. So it's a video game slash Rooster themed yeah, holiday the, shirt. Looking like a crappy sweater. Holiday sweater that you would buy. Controllers and stuff. Up there. I wish I had a teacher that pointed to the board with, with a beer with bottle. A beer bottle. Back in the day. So check it out. Go uh, roosterteeth.com slash store. I, yeah. I forgot about this. I just looked down and saw it. So I once, I once saw a guy on some random holiday I was on when I was a kid without a belly button. No. 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 I did. Yeah, it it wasn't there. Like, wh- but where was it? Like, he had to have been attached somewhere. C- is there sometimes, is it sometimes on their back or something? Or well, like, they um, might have cut it really weirdly. And you know how people have, like, Audis? It might have just, like, healed flat. But it was, it was like, completely no, or, smooth. Or maybe it was, like, super fucked up and he had some kind of corrective surgery. Yeah. yeah. And there was, there was just no scar there. It was yeah. just oddly smooth. But they could also have done something. Maybe he had surgery and they, like, pulled it down and now yeah. his belly button maybe below his waistline. Maybe he's a Ken doll. Maybe. It was weird. It was really odd to look at. It was, it's something like you. It's weird to notice. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's like it got photoshopped out, but it's like you're looking. Yeah. At, it's like a live. It's like it's like a bad Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I think I'm think fucked up there. <laughs> oh hey, I want to mention something. So uh, we had a really cool thing happen uh, last week, as you may remember. Uh, we went out to Los Angeles to be part of the Nerdist Channel's uh, All Star Celebrity Bowling. Woo. Like, apparently couldn't find any all-stars or celebrities. I know, right? So it's like, so it's, yeah, that's uh, everything in quotes there, by the way. Um, even, even bowling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the bowling part, too. Um, but a funny thing happened while we were out there. That episode will probably air sometime early next year. The, that's up to them. You can check out uh, the Nerdist channel, youtube.com, slash the Nerdist, I believe, or just slash Nerdist. Uh, it's Chris Harvey's channel. Slash Nerdist. Thank you. Um, anyway... As soon as my plane landed, I got my texts were just going nuts as soon as my phone came back on because I did turn it off for the flight. Um, no, and, you well, didn't. Once, you once just, I got low enough to get Yeah, you just got <laughs> below 10,000 feet. Once I got low enough to get a signal. And I got all these messages. It made a very cool thing happen. We were nominated. Red vs. Blue was nominated as Outstanding Digital Series by the Woo! Producers Guild of America, That's which was really awesome. We had um, it, it's, If you look at Gus, some of the stuff that's in there for like top drama and top comedy... Um, is the uh, uh, Game of Thrones is in there and Mad Men, but for digital series we're up against Thirty Rock, uh, Dexter, top, and top, top Chef. Chef. Yeah, that's awesome. And the Guild. So 
It'll be nice to lose That's to the guild and hold for a But uh, yeah, so that was really cool to get nominated for something like that. It's uh, we didn't even know it was coming. Uh, we didn't expect it, and uh, suddenly we just got hit with this Hollywood Reporter article that we were nominated for you, Producers Guild Awards. That's you, really awesome. Thank you, you have, so much. You have the IWTV award behind you here in the podcast. Yes, this one right here. I want to replace the chicken with the Producers Guild Award if we win. I would take. I would pick this thing up. This is it right here. This is the IEWTV award, and we're actually nominated for best animated series uh, for IEWTV as well. We're going to be back in uh, Las Vegas. That award show is January eighth, eighth, yeah. And I believe the PGAs are the twenty sixth, twenty sixth or twenty eighth. Twenty sixth or twenty eighth. Maybe it's twenty eighth. I think you're right. One of the two. Okay, I'll, we'll, oh, we'll figure it out. And best supplementary material. Also, I'm best supplementary material. I can Thank see you, why Brandon, Brandon reminds you that it's <laughs> in his category. So. <laughs> If uh, Brandon was uh, Brandon was super excited about that, they put so much effort into that uh, bonus DVDs for the box set and all the uh, behind the scenes stuff they did for season ten uh, that they actually were nominated for an award for it. So that is awesome. Yeah, that's congratulations, awesome. Brandon. Congratulations. Why don't you take a bow on your brand new camera shot that you have of yourself? Take oh, a bow. And, and Lindsay and Chris, he's very quick to uh, to, to talk Lindsay to and everyone. Chris. Absolutely, a, a lot of people worked on that. Yep, it was uh, it was the, there was over here uh, in the annex, which is where we shoot the podcast. The annex. They worked, man, they worked on that supplemental material and that Blu-ray authoring set for that, that box set. They worked on that, it seems like, 300 hours straight. I mean, it was just like... It was 24 hours a day for weeks. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was like this monumental effort that they put in to get that thing out the door. And it was like everybody over here in the annex. It was Chris, Brandon, Kyle, Lindsay, just and people getting... Anyone else, Brandon, that, that I should mention that was over here, they were just going nonstop. I'm sure yeah. Jordan worked on it a ton too. So, what is Jordan's, what is Jordan's last name? I should know that. Lowry. Lowry? Yeah. No way. Is it really? Yeah. Lowry. In the like, back, like, Brandon. He's J-Lo. Like, like Mike Lowry from uh, Mike Bad Lowry. Boys. Yeah, that's exactly. Every time I talk to Jordan, I think of Mike Lowry from Bad Boys. <laughs> Lowry. I'm going to call him Mike Lowry from now on. I mean, he's lost the name Jordan. He's <laughs> I Mike Lowry. Brandon yeah. came in when I was back there, really frustrated because I guess there's two Jordans there back. Like yeah. there now, so yeah. he was just like everyone. This Jordan is now called Ace. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, why Ace? He's like, he has to be something that's not. He's getting really frustrated. It always happens. We always Ace when we get one thing. person, we get a bunch of other names that all sound the same. When we were talking about uh, uh, Pax Australia, we were go, like going over all the people that were supposedly thinking about sending to Pax Australia. I tried to say Jeff, Gus, and Joel. And like as fast as I could, I, it took me like ten times to try to say it, and I was like, "Jeff, Joel, I sound like a freaking idiot trying to say it to Matt." So but definitely not Jack. So well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it all depends. I owe Jack, Jack for podcast. telling the horrible Jessica Negri t- Twitter story. So. You're gonna hear about that. I already have. I already have. Jack <laughs> waiting for me in the parking lot on that one. D- but uh, make sure he brings Joel. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my god. <laughs> That wasn't me, Jack, just so you know. That was Gus. Um, but, yeah, yeah. so I think uh, for PAX Australia, which is the middle of the year next year, summer in the U.S., winter in Australia, um, I'm, we're trying to figure out who's going to go. Ideally, it'd be great if we got, you know, for the first PAX in Australia, if we got me and you, Matt, Jeff, and Joel to all go. But who knows what next summer will bring yeah. and what people will be working you on. Know, the first time I ever went to Australia was in the summer, uh, summer here, winter down there. And uh, we met someone down there who drove us like two hours out of Melbourne, and we went to Mount Burrell or Mount Burrell, and we went skiing. We should totally go skiing while we're down there. What do you think? Yeah, when do you think was the last time, I guess RTX, I'm trying to think the last time all five of us worked on something together. 
You know what I mean? Oh, it's God, like, yeah. Because we're all working on so much stuff now. It's like that panel at RTX was the first time all five of us had worked on one thing at one time. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah they did that, that interview recently that you were on. Joel wasn't here. Joel wasn't oh, he wasn't here? You no, know, Joel wasn't here for that. Yeah. That's when Joel, Joel was off for a little bit, and mm. uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't in the office for any of the, the documentary stuff. Do you yeah. feel like skiing and snowboarding is something that if you didn't do at a young age, you'll just never do? Right? I, I, I hated it, to be honest. I just want to go back and hang out in the cabin, <laughs> hang out on the mountain, you know? Get drunk. Yeah, yeah if you're, you're not used to being in snow, snow's, here's newsflash. Snow is cold. And it's wet. And it sucks. It sucks. Look who you're talking to. Yeah. Everyone's like, don't you miss the snow? I'm like, fuck no, are you kidding me? I don't miss scraping off my car in like the middle of the night when the wind is blowing in your face and there's ice on your windshield and you're like scraping there, freezing your ass off. I don't miss that. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, I have a crack in my windshield now. My favorite the solution that some people have when they don't know about ice and cold is that in Texas, when it freezes, brilliant Texans will, when, when their ice... Like, their windshields ice up. Nobody has scrapers. So the brilliant idea they have is they all go in their house and they get a cup of hot water oh. and then just dump it on their frozen windshield, which is, like, a recipe for just, like, basically cracking your entire windshield. Your glass is gone, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, that's the solution in Texas is people wow. with glasses of hot water. Are you going to get your so funny. windscreen replaced? Yeah, it was a crack about this long. And then I had I paid some dude, like, 50 bucks to fix it for me at... You know, he was at a detail place and said, oh, I can just make it so it never cracks again. The moment it got cold, it, like, cracked the entire way up the windshield. So hopefully I get it fixed tomorrow before I go to town. I can't believe it's this hot in December. It's awesome. I went for a walk in a T-shirt and shorts, and I was sweaty. Yeah. In December. In December. Yes, yep. It's incredible. So we're going to uh, the Charles Play charity dinner. All three of you guys are. are. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're flying out there. We'll be there Thursday evening. When are we going? We're flying out tomorrow, we'll but we'll be tomorrow. for the dinner Thursday Who are we flying with? Uh, Alaska Air. Oh, yeah? Wait, is I that was okay, say, sir? No, it's good. Yeah. Wait, did anyone book his plane ticket? Yeah. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I didn't book shit. Everything is so last minute to me. I just get told the day before. Like, you had your fucking hotel and flight booked for Nerdist the day of, I think, or the day before. Yeah. I'm just like, do you have your flight yet? And he's like, I don't know. See, again, he doesn't care. He's like, he shows up here at 7 o'clock to get his makeup fucking done. You would done. have not gone if it were All right, all right. This is what... Uh, the thing I have an issue with... You're absolutely right, Barbara. You're absolutely right, because... He would not have gone. He'd go, well, nobody booked me, so I just didn't go. Yeah. You know? Here's my issue. I don't like, like everyone faffing around me. And, like, everyone's... Pa- I just, you could just turn up. Let me tell you your issue. So why don't you book your no, own No, no, let me tell... That's not your issue. Your issue is you're a self-centered asshole. <laughs> that's your issue. It is all about Gavin Free. No, it's just about... No, 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 no. That is 100% it's about your being, issue. It's about being relaxed and not stressing. No, it's no. Not, about, not giving a shit about anyone <laughs> no, else in no, the room no. except yourself. Like, someone, this is someone else's problem. Someone will take care of Gavin Free. Surely <laughs> oh, Gavin well, okay, will well, take care of. Gavin literally said these words to me. I, he was called a narcissist in a text message. And he goes, look. He goes, someone called me a narcissist. I go, that's because you're a narcissist. He goes, I kind of like being called that. <laughs> he literally enjoyed All being right. called a narcissist. Well, that's a different conversation. Anyway, <laughs> but what my point is, my point was to everyone who was saying, I'll book a fight. I don't have a company credit card to book a fight, and also I have no credit in this country, so I can't spend more than 500 bucks in one go anyway. So go up so- to someone who you know has a card and say, could you book my flight? <laughs> yeah, but everything <laughs> turned out fine. Do. Everything was but fine. But the whole point is, 
you can, everything's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I'm not going to stress about a flight for a week. I'll, I'll, I'll think, oh, I'm flying today. Yeah, so you're going to let me stress about your fucking flight. Yeah, and, oh, and you're going to let me stress sitting in front of the bathroom waiting for you to come out so I can <laughs> hold your hand and walk you across the fucking parking lot to come over here. Yeah, you're not going to stress, but everyone else who has responsibilities <laughs> is going to stress, you self-centered piece of shit. But, but did, you, did you need to stress? Yes! If, no, if you weren't there, I would have finished in the bathroom, come over here, Go ahead. and everything would have been fine. I have to get mad at you because I can't get mad at him for filming here too long. What happened? Oh, <laughs> you were here that's not me. my fucking fault. We keep, I had a thing I had to do for Immersion 2, and that all of a sudden took over my afternoon, and then we had some pickup stuff that we had to do, and it just it took longer. Right. And I got, I got to get done with that. I got to. My argument was this. It takes makeup's like two minutes or whatever, and everyone else is, is done. I was going to come over anyway because it was seven already, so I was like, I'm going I'm to shave quickly, which sucked because I was doing it really fast, and I cut my face up. Good. Horrifically. I hope you got hepatitis. But, <laughs> where is this cut? Where is it? Slight all over. No, you know, no see Anyway, anyway, I would have come over and it all would have been fine. But you were faffing and stressing about it, <laughs> right? Was you didn't have to. Faffing and stressing. <laughs> you didn't have to though. No, no, he did though because we literally did not. He wasn't in that chair until thirty seconds before we went live. Who? Gus. Gus. Hey. Well, there you go. With thirty seconds. Besides, how many times <laughs> have I said to you, "Hey, let's go do whatever," and you said, "I can't leave today because I have my videos I have to do today." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you pace yourself based on how much work you had to do. That's right? an acceptable well, thing what's to say. What's your point? That's so we want you to fucking sit in there and be ready to yeah, go. That that's way what we're he's doing. done. I can take my shit ahead of time. I'm not running. <laughs> I'm not rushing in the toilet coming out here thirty seconds before we go live. Take my shit well, okay. Well, I, I just forgot that. I'm actually sorry for forgetting the time, but. I don't think... I did take everyone Whoa. out to dinner, too, and I immediately stopped and turned and came back. <laughs> because I was realized I was going to make us late, and I did not want to be responsible yeah. for making everyone late to your podcast. You would have had, you would have had an Atomic Gus <laughs> on Podcast yeah. 195. Yeah, that would have been a nightmare. Because I was getting, like, while I was frantically shaving, I was getting texts, like, come over, come over from uh, Dave. And then I opened the door, I was, like, peeking out, because I was wondering if you were going to be there, and you were just sat at the table, like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Escorts me over. So I got to point something else out, too, which I wish Brandon could get on the mic and defend himself. So we do these pickups, and we, have to, we set up this little mini set for me where I do some pickup shots for another project, and we do them occasionally here. For whatever fucking reason, we always set it up literally right here. They, they set me up yeah. right here. Why not over there? Why not in the corner? This room's that, huge. And they, I know. they put it right in the way of the podcast every Tuesday. And it's like, Is if it we would just move it. Well, What's that? The lights are already set up. But they no, but the lights aren't anyway. set up. The, the yeah. lights aren't set up for that. They have to move them regardless. Oh. He says they use everything regardless. But the difference, Brandon, is I can't get in here and start cleaning this or like moving shit around or getting set up. So That's a good point. Yes, it is. That's why I made it. <laughs> <laughs> The lights are set up, but they're different. So it's all Brandon's fault, is what we're saying, basically. Yeah. Kyle, yeah. take the lights. They're set up where they are. Do this. Whoop. So, <laughs> once again, once again for the cameras, this is the dramatic uh, technical thing that we're going to do. Take the lights and go like this. 180-degree technology. Ooh. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Not that hard. I mean, sorry. I know it's, I know it's difficult, but <laughs> give me a break. You guys do a great job with your production. So all right. Jordan also just came in here. Mike Lowry came in here, and <laughs> he just took Joe the cat and removed Joe the cat from the main seat. Joe studio. had the best seat in the house. So, yeah, Joe sits on my throne from Gauntlet all the time. It's really funny. Why was Joe escorted out? They're, they're I don't know. They're probably going to cut to them at the end of the podcast. Oh, oh. Well, he might be doing something pretty funny. That we. Oh! oh! 
Oh, yeah. So, um. Could you want to pull it up here? Yeah, pull up here. Look up, um. Good lord. I'm going to have to remember what We're this gonna is called. We're going to cut to a video here in a second, Brandon, you piece of shit. Uh, let me, <laughs> let me, let me find you an actual, um. You let me find you an actual URL. Go to YouTube. So, uh, this is a video that we've been, uh, watching. I didn't know you had seen it. I don't know how you found it. Uh, Finchland from the website sent me an IM with okay, it earlier. Okay, on, on YouTube. Uh, let me kill this real quick. <laughs> What am I searching here, Bernie? Bernie? You're going to look for uh, wow, that was... Thy Art is Murder. Thy Art is Murder. Is Murder. 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 Uh, and then Cat at the end of that. Cat. Uh. Apparently the Dark Knight Rise is coming out. There you go. Porto a Chainsaw, Death Metal. First one. So it's this guy who uh. has an awesome cat and Scroll he acts out drum solos. <laughs> uh, move that mouse off there. Death metal, death metal solo, <laughs> drum solos with cat. Have you seen this yet, Gavin? <laughs> the cat. Well, the cat is the most chill cat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going for three minutes. He's doing the feet as yeah, well. That's yeah, my the favorite part of the, the whole thing pedal. is that his feet are also doing bass pedals. So it's the death metal drumming cat. And I think somebody on Reddit, they came and brought it to me. So apparently, somebody on Reddit asked. Would this be possible to do with Joe the Cat? Since Joe the Cat is super laid back. <laughs> and so we saw Mike Lowry in the control room about an hour ago. He was doing it with Joe. Yeah, before yeah. we went live, we had the, the camera set up in there, and he was doing it. Go go forward to 240. This is Gus's favorite part. 247 is my favorite part. Well, you got to go a little forward, yeah, though. Yeah. Uh, the look on the cat's face. Is that mouse not working? Pretty it's good. wireless, so it's kind of It's spotty. pretty shit. Nailed it. I can't see the time on there. It's coming up. Oh, it's right. really skipping ahead, isn't it? Oh, it's too far. <laughs> All right, uh, we give up. It's gone, it's, gone, it's gone off the rails. Look up the video yourself and watch it. Yeah, we'll go to the 247 mark yourself. You know, <gasps> I got to say, that is always the process of showing people YouTube videos, even like one-on-one -on -one in person when you do it. You'll go to show somebody the video, and about a minute in, you're like, ah, oh, get out of this, get out of this, it's embarrassing. Go back to the cat. Go back to cat, Ken. Cat. Cat. <laughs> this is this a big, big build-up. Right? <laughs> 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 like, most cats, most cats, you like pet them wrong, and they like become like razor blades attached to your arm. That cat is just like no fucks given. Nope. And, Joe, and Joe, the cat's the same way. I mean, I, I, I've talked about it before, but my, my. I had a cat named Finch, who was her old office cat, who was in Archie Comics. I had that cat for like 10 years. I maybe pet the cat five times total. Why? Did you hate it? No, no. it wouldn't let you touch oh. it. Whenever, the funny thing about Finch was, occasionally he would come out to she, be pet, or yeah. she would come out to be pet, and she looked so distressed the whole time. Like, she obviously wanted to be petted, and you would like start petting her, and she would be like, like scrunching down. She would take, like, two and then, like, take off running. I just remember that cat being clung permanently to the back of Nathan. Yeah. The entire time in Buda. Well, Nathan, I think, arrived shortly after Finch. <laughs> and so Nathan spent the first two years that he worked for us, he would sit in his chair, but he'd have to sit forward like this because <laughs> Finch would wedge herself behind Nathan in the chair and sit in the small of his back. So he would always sit on the front half of his chair 
for eight hours a day, and Finch would just sit back there. She loved Nathan for whatever reason. My friend had a cat that loved everyone. It was like a dog cat. It would play fetch with like beer bottle caps and everything. Uh -huh. It would jump on everyone and like rub itself on everyone. They have guests over all the time. Uh, this one time, she had a house party, and there's this really sketchy guy that showed up. He was all like grungy and like didn't really talk to anyone. And the cat was playing around and like ran into the room. Is the guy from Mega 64? No. Okay, go ahead. It's just some random guy. The cat runs into the room, stops dead in its track, looks straight at the guy, and the guy's like, kitty, kitty. The cat's just standing there like this, and then slowly goes like this. And just starts out. backing out of the room, but like really slowly, not breaking eye contact with this dude. And everyone in the room just like broke down laughing. Because it was like, we and all then, need to And then everyone sketchy. asked him to leave. Yeah. That man was Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and now you know the rest of the story. Okay, well, we need to wrap up. We're going. Oh, we got, no. There's going to be something else we can talk here. about. So, this weekend, you guys are going to Child's Play. Yes. Uh, you guys are going I've there. I've never been to that before. Me I'm in trouble. I think Robert Koo and I, I think he's going to have words with me next time he sees me. Yeah, you were supposed well, to you're go. Because you're not damn good, are you? I missed PAX, and I can't go to uh, I can't go to Child's Play dinner. Why? So, I have an obligation. I have an obligation yeah? to a pretty girl. I'm going to the IGN holiday party. Ooh, la -dee da I know. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Not so much for the party, but <laughs> um, anyway. So the um, so then this weekend though, I am going to uh, Buttonumathon, uh, which is the twenty four hour film festival we've talked about occasionally on on what's the restaurant we were going to go to also. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I told Barb and Gav that this is their first year in Austin. Barb, you're actually coming up on one year. One year. And uh, I said you guys should definitely go to Buttonumathon. Apply to go to this thing, and. Barb said, I'll absolutely do it. And I got you the application the day of that they were due. And then I showed the application to Gavin. The application had 14 questions on it. Gavin took one look at it and said, nah, not doing it. I can't be bothered. So you didn't even, you didn't even think you about it. You only had 14 questions. I mean, come on. It come, wasn't just 14 questions. It was one of them, one of the questions required like a photo or some sort of video. No, you had to take a photo. Yeah. Because they have a yearbook that goes along with it for needing, everyone who attends. Needing to do anything? If elaborate. I have a, <laughs> Yeah. The, the amount of... I've, I've not been paid for some jobs I've done because it involves finding a scanner to like scan a document or something. Just the effort of... The effort, even if like the reward is good, effort is difficult for me in that way. Just like organizing stuff. Effort is like, difficult. Wait, anything you involving know paper. it was a photo? I don't even think you read the questions. No, I didn't see the questions. Right. You were just describing it to me, and then I left. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't handle this. I have to leave. But the weird thing is, you work really hard. Oh, yeah, I work hard. Yeah, I yeah. like working hard. But that I can't be doing with just faffy nonsense. I just like to be like... Faffy, is that your word? You said the, the word faff, I think. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know if you've ever said that in the whole time I've known you, except for the <laughs> night you've said it like six times. Yeah. All right, I'll cut down on fast. So right. here's what I'm hoping to see Stop at Buttonumathon. Okay. <laughs> hoping to see The Hobbit this weekend. Oh, that'd be cool. Hoping beyond hope. It would be crazy, crazy if it showed, because it'd be about nine months early, but the, based on the audience, there's a weird outside shot we might see Ender's Game, which oh, would be really cool. That would be really cool. That's being released in, like, August of next year. Uh, but it's done. Apparently, Ender's Game has been made. And it was independently produced, so then they just finally sold it to a distributor, and the distributor just put it in their, in their lineup where they had a space. And so the movie's completely done. Um, and we might see that uh, zombie movie. These are things I'm hoping for. I have no yeah. idea. There's all this speculation as to what's going to It's always show. a secret. Yeah, it's always a complete secret. One dude knows. And uh, there's this uh, film called Warm Bodies that we think 
a lot of people think we might see. It would be cool if you all got to see a, a clip or a bit of Star Trek, which oh, comes shit. out in May. You know, that's... They, they, they have a track record they with, do. with Star Trek. It would also be cool, but I think this one's even less likely, if you saw the Shane Carruth movie. I think it would affect their Sundance... No, they can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Stuff so that usually Sundance shows at festivals is yeah. usually kind of I believe it's closing the Sundance Festival. I mean, speaking of which, speaking of Sundance... Uh, like the one movie we couldn't talk about last year that showed at Budnamathon was Cabin in the Woods. In the woods. And we saw it like three months before it was opening at South by Southwest. Mm. So we couldn't talk about that movie at all. Because yeah, it affects festivals. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a documentary playing on the, the plane that I, I flew to and from Minecon uh, called uh, Searching for Sugar Man, which is about a, a guy from Detroit in the late 60s, early 70s, who recorded these two albums that did terrible in the U.S. He, like, think, I think the label literally said they sold like six copies. And um, the guy like, he ended his music career because no one bought his stuff. But apparently someone took these records to South Africa and they became like, these songs became anthems for the anti-apartheid movement. And this guy was bigger than like Elvis and the Beatles in South Africa. And it was before the internet. Everyone thought that this guy was dead. No one knew who he was. And it was huge, very influential for uh, South Africa. And uh, so this, this movie or this documentary is these two guys from South Africa who were really huge fans of these albums trying to find out whatever happened to the guy that made this music. That's a really... And they never made a film. Like, they filmed it on their iPhones. Really? Yeah. Does it look good? It looks all right. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize it was iPhone footage until, like, <laughs> afterwards. I re- you read the trivia, like, oh, wow, weird. You but, know, the, uh, it's, uh, it's really, really interesting. That's a really interesting There's another documentary yeah. that's kind of getting big right now about a guy who was an inmate, and he snuck a camera. Yeah, that was on Reddit today, I think, right? Was it? Yeah, he snuck a camera. It's an HBO thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he snuck a camera into a high-security prison and, like, just filmed for... A couple of years? It looks I like think a it was years. six months. Not that high security then. No, it was a big deal. It was a very yeah. big deal that he got it in there yeah. to begin with. And the fact that he was able to film stuff. There's a problem in Texas prisons where the inmates are smuggling cell phones in. And uh, they're trying to figure out a way to like clamp down How on that. How possibly do that? Don't they search every part of you? Up your butt! <laughs> I would assume <laughs> they search smaller. that. Huh? I would assume they search that. Mm-hmm. Not well enough. Maybe you got a big butt. <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't cannot I say, lie. One of my one of my favorite uh, sites on the internet is LiveLeak, and they always have like like really. Yeah, but there's always gross stuff on there. Well, you can you can pick out the gross stuff and just not watch it. Okay. If you, if you want I'm to. I'm so scared of seeing gross stuff. Like what in particular? Like car wrecks and stuff. It's like blood coming out. Like of people. bread and sweat. Like you you should <laughs> you showed me a video of a guy stabbing a tire, and it like <laughs> rips off, and I, it's really funny because his shirt comes flying off. But then there's just like blood coming out of him. It's like, oh. It's, yeah, just don't look at that part. Look at the a, shirt blowing off. And you, it, it was some dude in China, and he got mad at like a trucker, and he went to, like, pulls out a knife, and he goes to stab the back tire. And he pops the tire with such force, the tire explodes, rips his shirt off his body, and knocks him down. But then the guy stands up, and he's like, blood is, it's from a security camera, so it's not that clear. Blood is like pouring out of this guy from so it's somewhere. Like, did, did the he must have died. Did the rubber right. rip him, or did his own knife go into him? Or Probably something? rubber ripped him. I, the uh, the girl that I dated for a really long time in college, um, her boyfriend was in or boyfriend. Her brother was in the army. Uh, her older brother, my girlfriend's right. boyfriend. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> my, my girlfriend's boyfriend. He was in the army. He was in Germany, and he had a, he had a story that he told where um, um, he was out of commission for like seven months or something like that. He was changing a tire, and the tire was hot. And the tire exploded while he was changing it. And, like, he got hit. You know, that's steel belting. Yeah. And he got hit by that, and it, like, broke his face and cut his face at the same time. You know, I'm really paranoid when I top off air in my tires to the point where, like, I won't squat 
with my legs open in front of the tire. You know, I always do it up. like sideways. So I'm afraid <laughs> that the tire's going to blow up and like rip my junk I off. I bet you look really manly doing that. Yeah, so I, I look really weird. But it's like a phobia. I don't want to say a phobia, but it's definitely a concern of mine. Like, is this tire going to explode? I've noticed that in Austin more than I've ever seen in the world is tires just on the side of the road. The, the air expands, which then causes like a weak tire, a, a compromised tire to explode. Because of science. Yes, because of science. Okay, we've gone really long. This is like getting to be one of the longest podcasts we've ever done. All right, couple things really fast. Welcome to Jordan Swears. Welcome to Austin. He moved to Austin. He's now an official staff member at Rushi's Productions. Why do we make use of the thingy? Uh, yeah, Jordan, go out there and say hello. For God's sake, there he, is. he was ready. He was ready. Hey, no, go up on your no, thing. And look at the thing that says "Look here." <laughs> He's so eager. Talk. Get close to the mic. Get make sure you get right on so it. So Jordan makes the Rushi's the animated adventures. We love him. He's a great guy. We could cut to him at any We're time. We're going to cut to him at any point. Yep. I'm going to move on. Hey, hey, he's, hey in he's in Egypt. He's not even here. He's supposed to be in Austin. What are you doing over there? What, what was that? <laughs> yeah, well, we got to use our technology. Yeah. Is he under a tent in Egypt? Because the sunlight on the pyramids doesn't really reflect on his well, face. Well, it's very hot sun in Africa. You have to be careful. <laughs> we, we had to, uh, we didn't have very much time to set that up. It was very last minute. But welcome, Jordan. Thanks. No, I think it's they were, I think they uh, decided to make their lighting for their thing a little bit better than ours. That's what I think they decided for. They get, <laughs> they get this, like, moody, like, cool lighting, and we just have, so like, I the harsh know, lights glare on the glasses when, and all that. When people move to Austin, because when I told my English family that I was moving to Texas. They thought I was a weirdo. What did your family think of you moving to Austin? They were like, get out. We don't want you here anymore anyway. So, yeah. They they were fine. They understand what Rooster Teeth is. They're not not out of touch. (laughs) (laughs) But you get to Antarctica. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, welcome all the way from... We're we're, we're bringing people from California. It's really cold here. And now you're in a jungle. Oh, (laughs) it's really warm here. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, Jordan. Get out of here. Okay. Bye, Jordan. So, welcome to Jordan. Also, the season ten soundtrack is now available in the store. So, iTunes. iTunes, Sorry, it's available on iTunes. So, please go check it out. And this fine shirt. And then we have that shirt as well. And of course, don't forget that the uh, box sets and lots of cool merchandise. Griff balls are no longer on sale uh, in the store, but Achievement Hunter slap bands, which are a big item as well. The Achievement Hunter. They're behind me. Boy band poster, which is a huge one as well. Uh, Those are all available in the store. And they will be back. And we are still uh, shipping in time for Christmas, right? Yes. yes. What, what? Uh, if you're not international. If you're international, you have to go uh, rest a little bit. If you're international, what we're saying is that we don't want you to have a good Christmas. So, fuck also, off. Also, <laughs> we have uh, Jeff Williams band shirts and Trocadero band shirts in our store now as well. Great. You know, All right, well, that's it. we got to go. Wait, when's Hanukkah? Hanukkah is next week. Next Christmas week. is on a Tuesday. Yeah. We need to figure out what we're doing for the live stream. I can't make those guys all work here on, a, on Christmas Day. Yeah, forget about Jesus. Come on. Come on out. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. I'll also, also New Year, any New Year's plans? Is that Tuesday also? Yeah, the next Tuesday. It's always a small Of course, the one year we finally start doing live streams, all this happens. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll all right. It. Merry Christmas. Bye. Happy holidays. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye.